Nice. Welcome to a special Friday edition of the Saucecast. If you guys have been following us for a few years now or recently, you can turn that off, bro. Um, We used to do Friday episodes. This was a little bit more of like the laid back, relaxed Friday. It's the weekend. Kick it. This ain't going to be a laid back, (laughs) chill, take your time, relax type of episode. This is going to be a gangster ass. (laughs) <laughs> all up in your face, get all up in that ass uh, type of episode. So welcome to the Sauzcast, the sexiest financial show in the world on the internet. Mm-hmm. This is where finance meets romance. But today is something totally different, something unique, something that we're bringing beasts out to drop some knowledge, to drop some bombs, to drop some gems so you boys out there, and even some of you ladies out there, you know what we typically say. We want to see you guys get paid, laid, laid and, and do, do it your way. way. You can be doing all that <laughs> and then some on today's show. Our guest, his name is Wes Watson. Can I give you a little quick intro? Get and then it. I'm going to let you, I'm going to turn it over to you, brother. Right. I don't need no trouble. Get it. Okay. Yeah. Wes Watson, if you're not familiar with this guy, you're going to learn today. Uh Motivational speaker, life coach, fitness trainer, fitness guru. Uh, he's got a program called Watson Fit and just an all-around badass masculine dude. He was also part of his story, part of his narrative, an ex-convict. He spent 10 years um, in the California State Penitentiary System. I believe it was for aggravated assault regarding to drug dealing. I don't want to... Uh, Misspeak, you correct me, sir. I missed a Boy Scout meeting and then they fucking got all pissed at me. Yeah. Uh, his YouTube channel, which we're going to show right now, is GP Penitentiary Life Wes Watson. Uh, he tells stories. He's a storyteller. He's dynamic. He's powerful. He's emphatic. You're not going to fall asleep during this episode. He talks about the lessons that he's learned uh, from his time before prison, during prison, after prison. Um, and what I love about uh, your YouTube, he says, please do not my mistake my reflection for glorification. You're not glorifying your life, being in the pen. You're just keeping it real. So, Wes Watson, welcome to Sauzcast on Valuetainment. Glad to be here. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, basically, um, like you said, don't mistake my reflection for glorification. I got out of prison five and a half years ago. They give you a gate. They give you what's called gate money, a $200 check when you exit the penitentiary. And um, I just hit the ground running. And people are always asking me what, like, what, what sparked this? What made you even create what you're doing here? I fucking changed. And I had to tell everybody. A lot of people out here see an opportunity online to like make content, make money, coach. I didn't even fucking know you could be a coach. I didn't had no fucking idea that any of this shit was real and existed or any part of it. I just saw Instagram in 2014 while I was in the penitentiary. Scroll down on my fucking page. Those pics across the top, those are taken in prison with contraband cell phones. So I was posting in prison from 2014, never missing a post till I got out. And the thing is, is 
I had vision. My shit was black and white, black and white, black and white. The day I got out, I put up a color pick and I said, watch what the fuck I could do. So everybody was like, what's this guy going to do? And all I did was continually share what worked for me. Everybody's so fucking fooled on what we're supposed to be doing here. I wrote down on my prison racket. It was about in 2015. I wrote down this quote. It was about four o'clock in the morning at count time because I would get up at 2.45 every morning I have for 16 years. And then I would work out, get my morning ready, do my routine. And I would sit down and I would write in my journal at about 4 a.m. when they did count. Now, one morning I was just writing what I believed our life, our life's fucking purposes, yours, mine, everybody's. And it was to create the individual that we admire and give that person to the world. Little did I know over time it would turn into... My life's journey, my business, the model at which I teach people to build their businesses around and what life's all about. So, I mean, I healed myself and I teach others to do the same. I'm dumbfounded out here that people don't realize that's what they're supposed to be doing as parents, teachers, leaders, people who guide others and fucking humans. And I I just I'm sitting here watching everybody and I'm so it's so easy for me to to really grab them and put them on and course correct them because everybody out here is fucking lost. They really don't get what they're after. They don't understand what they're doing. And I've been able to break stuff down very clearly by just not siding with people and enlightening them. One of the things I love about you is like, you know, how they say don't judge a book by its cover. You see a Jack tatted up dude beard. I, I hate mean, those dudes. Man. Yeah. Jack tatted dudes, man. When I see those dudes. I walk the other way on the other <laughs> side of the street. I played football against those guys. Yeah. These guys hit hard. But what I think is great about you is uh, when I say don't be don't don't judge a book by its cover. You're a great speaker, powerful speaker. I've seen you do interviews, multiple interviews. One of my really good friends that actually put me onto you was Michael Sartain. Yeah, I was Michael's just with cool. him in Vegas. Absolute stud, smart guy. I say that he's the coolest nerd I've ever met. Mm-hmm. But. You're at, were you always an intellectual, smart guy, well-spoken, I, I, or did that kind of progress while your time's in prison? I've always been good at everything. I've always been smart, but I had always had vices. So I was always drinking, doing drugs. Mm. I was always, like, really violent. I mean, I just, I had these tendencies that once I removed those, then I could really harness my natural given abilities. I was always fucking smart. When I, when I went to, like, it was like... Uh, In high school, the standardized testing that everyone takes. They take like a math and English test. So then I'm walking. I smoked a blunt right before I went in. I I fucking drove an Escalade to high school on 23s. I I used to push weight like a motherfucker. And um, even my teachers are like, what the fuck does this guy even do? Mm -hmm. And I'm rolling up in in an Escalade at 17 years old to high school on 23s with TVs in it. And obviously I'm selling drugs. But um, I walk into school after taking the standardized testing. This was in ninth grade when I took it. And um, three people got a perfect score. And I had just smoked a blunt. I fucking like hacked up a fucking big old mucus shit on my shirt. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. Ruin the shirt. Yeah, well, I, come I, on I'm, now, I'm, baby. Look too pretty. Yeah, I'm walking into the, the pep rally. And my homie's like, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. They just called that shit. My homie's like, yeah. He's like, why? I'm like, I won some award. And he's like, yeah, right. What the fuck? I'm like, yeah, I got like a perfect score on that fucking test. Like the test people can't pass. Like it's hard for people to even like pass and they have to get a six total. I got like a six and a six. So I got like a 12, like a perfect score. It was like if a, if a train leaves 
this city at this speed and it's going X amount of miles an hour um, and it's going X amount of miles in distance. Like when, what mm. time does it get to this location? I wrote that shit out like Goodwill Hunting, like this motherfucking paragraph. <laughs> and then I, I circled, How you like them apples, I ladies swear, and gentlemen? Yeah, and, and then I circled it at the bottom. I'm like, that's the answer. And then these people like called me up. They're like, what the fuck is this? Like, that's so smart and simple and just, it's stupid simple. And that's what I've been able to do on my YouTube channel. That's what I've been doing on my Instagram. That's what I do with the deepest mindset understandings and, um, and stuff we have to apply in life and just real mindset tricks and tactics that I teach people. I make it really digestible and really simple. I love that. Keep it simple, stupid. Some yeah. people just need to hear the actual stone cold truth in a simple, direct manner. And sometimes they say... It's not what you say, it's who says it, mm -hmm. and Wes is that dude. All right, you guys just got what I would call a free sample. <laughs> we haven't even gotten into the good, juicy stuff yet, because we're going to let Wes do his thing, okay? Natalia's here, Hello. as always. I'm here. She's going to be reading Super Chats. Yes, She's I looking lovely. Chats. You know that her feet pics are online. <laughs> we're selling those things. <laughs> They're half off right now, because we cut off that half of that pinky toe. Uh, Nat, you're here. Malik's here as well. Malik. Malik's so what's back. Up, what's up? Uh, Nat, before yes. Wes, uh, we really get into it with Wes Watson. What you seeing out there in the chat? How yes. you feeling? Because we're about to get this thing going. Yeah, no, the chat's loving Wes. I'm super excited. I think today's conversation is going to be really, really instrumental for you gentlemen out there and for, you know, ladies watching, for maybe you and your your hub, hubbies out there. Um, but of course, you know what I'm here for. I'm going to be reading the super chat. So make sure you guys give us some good chats. We have an amazing guest today to give you some really good insight. Um, and of course, I say this every time. Make sure you guys subscribe, like. Stop what that. you're doing. Stop what you're doing. Stop, drop, roll, drop, subscribe. All of that. Subscribe. Show some love to Wes in the comment. You do not want this dude rolling up on you I'm because scared. you didn't like the video while you're looking at Wes. Right, Wes? Yes. You gotta like it, man. What the fuck? I mean, how, how, how could you not like a story of someone getting out yeah. five and a half years ago with 200 bucks and then yeah. go to my fucking Instagram? Yeah. Look at my life. You have to believe it's all rented. It's not possible. All those cars are paid for cash. Every one of those jet flights is 50 fucking grand. Both my spots are 100,000 plus a month. The fuck? How could you, no matter, wait, however you break it down, this is amazing shit happening and it's from fucking helping people. Hell yeah. So, so make sure to subscribe. We're, we got a lot of <laughs> topics we're going to cover today. So buckle up. Uh, enjoy the ride. Wes, usually what we do, uh, because at the end of the day, uh, Valuetainment is the number one channel in the world for entrepreneurs, business, capitalists, hustlers, gangsters even. Yeah. Um, on my show, Sawscast, it's where... Finance meets romance. We talk money. We talk dating. We talk lifestyle. I'm not the best we at the relationship shit. I, was I, I, ju say. I just got out of prison, and, and like I've been in like four relationships, and they all didn't go very well. Well, you got okay. ladies throwing panties everywhere you go. So how about this? Let's like start with that. the easy stuff. Okay. I ask, how do you make your money, and what's your relationship status? Let's go with the easy one first, <laughs> and then you can get to the relationship stuff. I mean, how do I make my money? I have programs. So one of my programs is $47 a month. Don't ask about that one. That's not the one you want. That's for broke boys and fucking penny-pinching motherfuckers. It'll give you some dive advice, some training advice. You can get on the Zoom call, and that has 15,000 people at 47 a month. So do the fucking math. Then I have a program that is you 
engaging in self-actualization, the best you. It's mindset, training, nutrition. It's habit-based. I make you a custom diet, custom training program, and you get on Zoom calls once a week with me and the rest of the people in that level group. So that's $299 a month to $2,000. Then I have a program that is $6,000 a month to $40,000 a year where you actually work directly with me. I have another program where I help you brand and build a fitness or coaching business. That's real estate, sales, fitness, any fucking thing you can coach. Business, whatever you're able, we're able to package and make offers around and coach. I sell that for three thousand a month, twenty thousand a year, seventy five hundred for three months, twelve five for six. And this is, and this is a program that I've made many many multi millionaires off of for less than a fucking five figure investment. All right. So those are my programs. Right. We got that. The pause right there was because we're going to get into the relationship thing. Are you currently single? You got a I lady? Mean, I, I would, got a lot of ladies. I, I would say <laughs> I'm single, and like, but it's someone I talk to that I, I want to be with. Mm-hmm. We were together for like a year. We broke up in the last month. Mm-hmm. It was just always so fucking confusing because I always felt like I had everything to offer. I had, I mean, we're flying private. I pay all all the fucking bills. No one has to worry. We have mansions on both coasts. We don't have money issues. But um, she more had like personal issues she was struggling with. And then I'm I'm like still even helping her build a coaching business so that she can um she can thrive in that area because that's what she liked to do anyways. And um it was just always so confusing that everybody out here makes everything so fucking difficult. And I'm just like, listen. If you like 80% of what someone's offering, then fucking take it. You're not going <laughs> to like 100%, 100% of whatever the fuck anyone's giving you. And I mean, like, we're still, you know, I got messages from her as I came here. We're still trying to work it out. But I I really fucking think that a lot of these entrepreneur guys, you guys are going to like this. A lot of you American entrepreneurs and CEOs who keep fucking making this fucking content about connecting with your wife and you guys spend so much energy allocated towards pleasing this fucking woman. It's making me sick. Like, why are you guys doing this? Why is she not just on board and on your fucking team? And it seems like all these foreign women don't even do that. They will not even fucking do that. And all these, everyone's going to be like, oh, well, that's like a cop out or whatever. No, why the fuck are you guys so difficult? I don't understand it. Like the dude pay, where I come from, the guy works all day. He pays the motherfucking bills. She makes sure that he fucking um, is relaxed, has a fucking meal or some shit, goes to bed to go get money the next day. Why the fuck is it like... I can't be myself around you. We're not connecting deeper. Shut the fuck. That's a fucking personal fucking problem. That Anyone who... I have no trouble being myself around anyone. Yeah. Nobody has ever not made me myself. If you say that, you're a fucking moron. And I don't believe that in these other languages fucking gaslighting exists i don't believe the word manipulation exists these are just american terms that are sickening you you women have learned too much shut the fuck up support your man if he doesn't cheat on you beat you and he pays the bills and he's attractive enough shut the fuck up now because you're going to be so pissed when he leaves you for some foreign chick who will just be chill you're going to be fucking pissed. And you're going to be hitting him back up, having to finally drop your ego when you should have fucking dropped it from the fucking beginning. Brother, <laughs> can I, like, number one, you and I are actually 
More similar than you think. God, dude. Can I tell you why? These guys are making this content for, like, American CEOs. I'm going to tell you why. They're like, spend all your energy to your wife and your family. No! They need to do more for me. I'm bringing the fucking bread home. I make millions. What do they make? What are they bringing? Like, oh, well, it's not all about money. Fuck yes, it is. It is completely all about money. I don't cheat. I don't do drugs. I'm in good shape. I fucking love you guys. The fuck else is... Well... Um, I I feel dysregulated around you. You do. You feel dysregulated. I don't. I'm good. Have you been listening to my conversations? No, no, that no. I have but gone Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, what? Did you tell me my book? Yeah, you hear that? I'm like excited, nervous. I'm gonna, dude, I, I do not want this to turn into a counseling session because there's a lot I want to cover. But I'm going to give you some friendly advice of what I've learned. I've interviewed how many thousand women? Thousands. Now, Wes. Thousands. Just hear me out, brother. Okay? And again, we're going to move on real quickly. But I'm going to tell you what I've learned. Because I'm about to give you three things, what I call the three P's of manhood. Dealing with women. Let's get it. Here we go. And I'm about to tell you, you've got two on lock, brother. The third... It's going to take some work. Okay. But I'm I'm (laughs) going to give you some game. Ready? So there's three Ps of manhood. You ready to roll? Three Ps of manhood. You got to be a protector. You got that thing. That's not even a question. Nobody's rolling up on Wes's girl. I swear to God. We do not need... Look at the best thing someone the other day in my comments goes, hey, what if an MMA guy rolled up on Wes and he's buff and veiny? I'd like to see how well he handled shit. I'm like, bro. Don't whoop my ass. I'm going to tell you right now. If you think MMA fucking matters in prison, if you think I give a fuck about MMA, if you think people like me graciously lose, you have another thing coming. We're not... I don't even want to fight. I don't want to be violent. So anybody who thinks... Most of you guys, your mom paid for your MMA when it gave you karate class money, and you're a fucking joke. You ain't violent. I'll splatter your head all over the street, and I'll feel bad about it. But I actually went to prison for violence. You guys want to be violent. Big fucking difference. So as I was saying, the first P of manhood is being a protector. Uh, check for Wes Watson. You check that box. Yes. Clear. Nat, yeah. you intimidated? I'm scared. You I should ra- be, woman! <laughs> I, I would rather die okay. than, than let anyone fuck. If someone came up, we were out front just hanging out talking and some bum or some fucking idiot rolled up and was threatening any of you guys, I would splatter them across the fucking sidewalk so fast it would just be an issue. And that's my problem. I can't really go places where there's liabilities. Okay. Mm. So, number one is covered. Malik, you good over there, bro? Yeah, you're yeah, looking yeah, a little yeah, intimidated, dog. You're good, bro. Yeah, He's I'm your good, friend, all right? I kind of like it. Number two. <laughs> oh, it's out of love. Being, yeah. of course. It's out of fucking This is all love, love here, guys. You can see that, though. Yeah. We got Ebony and Ivory right here. I'm in black. Oh. He's in white, okay? Nat's a little bit brown. She's mixed up. We got it. We got a black guy. We're good. <laughs> number two, Wes, which you have, we, have, we have learned about you coming out of prison five and a half years ago with 200 fucking shekels in your pocket. Now you're running an eight-figure business. Money's good in your life. Number two is being a provider. Uh, clearly, you're able to provide for your woman. You're able to take care of your woman. What's the third is, three? It, What's it, the third three? Exactly. Wait, in the pipe? Wait, Wes, don't wait. rush me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Get to the third yes. P. I need it now. <laughs> the third P, my friend, which I had to learn. I love it. Okay? <laughs> the third P is being ready for this. <clears throat> ready? You have to be present, present. Yeah, for your woman. That. I know. Yeah, I know. Fuck all that shit. Dude, I, when I started making she money. She needs to be present for her goddamn self. The, you know? the, Dude, I, I, honestly know, look at, I honestly know if a woman makes enough money, she'll elevate from all that 
pussy shit. If she actually made enough money, she'd be like, fuck that, let's hustle. Like, I am present in my purpose. Like, you know, I don't have to, like, your woman shouldn't be your purpose. Your oh, I agree with that. Your, your purpose, purpose should is, be your mission in your life, no doubt. Your purpose is serving the fucking world. Yes. If she's, like, stopping you from helping and serving others, then she's just fucking selfish. But, I mean, like, in all reality, I'm willing to be coached. Every woman I was with, I said, mm -hmm. I will pay you the top dollar to coach me in relationships. Mm -hmm. And I'll show up to every fucking class. I'll listen. I'll be your best fucking student. Like, teach me. I was in prison forever around dudes. Like, I don't fucking... I'm not connecting. I'm not doing all this fucking... This shit that all these soft-ass dudes do nowadays. Those dudes are just not even fucking men in my book. But, I mean, my whole point is, like, everyone listens to me. They shut the fuck up and they listen. In my coaching, in my business, before prison, during prison, people just listen to me. They do what the fuck I say. And in prison, they tell you one thing. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a dictatorship. It's not a democracy. Like, whatever I tell you, the answer is yes. That's it. Shut the fuck up. Or, or what, what I asked you to do is happening to you, motherfucker. But the whole thing is out here is the stuff I'm not good at. I would always, I've told everyone I'm, woman I'm with, okay, you're our energy coach. Like, you are. Mm -hmm. If I'm, like, off, like, get me back on. Mm -hmm. Like, if if I'm doing anything wrong, just tell me. Like, coach me. What they do wrong is they, I'm so elevated and, and I, I have such a big energy and I'm a big personality mm -hmm. that they want to bring me down. Mm -hmm. And they, they, they need to. So when I do something wrong, like... In a relationship, they're like, you don't even know women. Well, if you want me to know women, then coach me better at knowing you. Mm -hmm. Don't don't tell me I suck at it. Like, show me how to be better at it. They None of them ever really wanted me to be better because I was already so much better. They was out of, like, spite that they had to point out that I was doing something wrong. And that was the improper way to do it. I would point it out to them and be like, can you coach me instead of, like, just yell at me and point the finger at me? I told you I'm not good at it. I was in prison for 10 years. I've had sex with four fucking women since I've been out of prison in five and a half years. I'm very proud of that. I could, I could sleep with four women on the way here if I wanted to. And I choose not to. But, I mean, like, I really have to have a connection physically to even get my fucking dick hard with a chick. Like, I have to care about her. I have to know that if I fucking... um. If I got her pregnant or if if I'm like using her love wise, then I have to know that I would be with her if she wanted to. I can't. I believe in karmic debt and I don't like to believe up, build up like karma in the love department. And, I, and I'm I'm honestly like they never believe me. Mm -hmm. They never fucking believe me. So then we go into like their personal development issues like why they can't drop that. I'm not that fucking dude who did that to you. Half these chicks got PTSD fucking trauma to where even if I start raising my voice like this, they start like turning into like their 13 year old self mm -hmm. and they start like even speaking like a little girl. And I'm like, oh, you're way fucked up. This ain't even me. Like, I'm not even doing anything. They'll think I'm doing something to them that's not happening. I might give me a hug. They think hugging them is assault. If they if their boundaries are being crossed, I'm like I was trying to hug you, you fucking psycho. Get the fuck out of here! Like you just, hear that, Nat? just disgusting, fucking what? just disgusting amounts of trauma that a lot of these women have that they haven't dealt with, and they call our problem when they could just be like, "Hey, I have like these are the things I know about myself. Like these things, like 
it's so weird, but I do this shit. I would have no trouble telling crazy shit about myself like that to like better any situation. Like I'll say it on here. I don't give a fuck, but it's just so much ego involved. Do you yeah, think I, because I, of I'm women? Gonna, I'm going to, I'm going to tee you up for this, was, right? Okay. Right now. So, uh, very hard to fix biology. Hear me out. Uh, where am I going with this? Very hard to fix biology. Like as I'm hearing this message, Dude, I played high school football. I played college football. I played basketball. I've been in gyms. I've been like, I, guys hear this? And you know what it does to them? They're like, fuck, yeah, Wes Watson. Like, guys, like, we're yeah, built yeah. that way. A lot of guys. This guy was a college athlete. He's played track. Here's what I've learned. If I told Malik, hey, Malik, go pick that up. We got to do this. We got to start the show in five minutes. Let's go. The dude just goes and picks it up, does it, doesn't ask a question. It's a man. Nat. Go grab me this. I got rid of this. This is what this is how women operate. Ready? Why are you talking to me that? I don't way? like the way that you're, oh you spoke to me like that. I I don't like the way that you made me feel because I've been told to, Holy shit. to you know go get things for many years and like now you're bringing it's like so now this is when I say oh my can God. you fix biology? This men are from Mars, women are from Venus. You know I was married for a brief period of time and I had a very similar a little aggress less aggressive, but a, but a, a a similar attitude. To my ex, I said, I go, the rent's paid. We're living in a high-rise in Miami. I ha you have a nice car. Life's good. We're traveling the world. We're in Shut Mykonos. We're in St. Bart's. We're in London. We're in Paris. We're in Italy. Life's good. I got you a job. The, like You're eating at the best restaurants. Why are you giving me shit? I actually paid her money. I go, how much? She was a very British girl. She's like, I don't like how I feel. I go, let me, like, you know what? How much for you to shut the up? Uh, how much? Yeah. Just yep. name the price. She's like three thousand dollars. I go. I'll give you two. She goes. Damn. Deal. She was. I go. Cheap here's two shit. grand. I'm, this is for the day. I got half a million. This is for the, the day, day, brother. Yeah. yeah don't spend that. Save I give money. her two grand. She goes. Yeah. I don't feel like shutting the fuck up. They do not feel <laughs> a certain way. Men are a little more logical, rational. We're able to take feedback and not let that fuck up our ego. Women are not built that way. So Nat, yes. you probably have a question for Wes. Would you agree, Nat? Because I want you to shine right now. I've talked about the three Ps of manhood, especially dealing with women. Yes. How many times? Mm -hmm. Many times. Many, many, times. many times. Would you agree that our friend Wes Watson, protector, check? For sure. For sure. For sure. Would you agree, uh, see, provider? I'm, check. I'm, I'm, I'm very present. In, I'm very present in the deeper things of like us as individuals, but in the relationship aspect, like I just yeah, I'm, sometimes I guess. But no, but yeah. look, this is a turn in cow yeah. succession. But when I say being present, I had to learn this, Wes. This isn't me being yeah, like, yeah. be better, Wes. Oh, I women hate that shit. are emotional creatures. Motherfuckers, they don't want you their... to fix their problems. They want you to hear their problems. Oh God, they want to be seen, <laughs> heard, validated, appreciated. Look, dog, this don't come natural for me, brother. I'm working on it. I got the protector thing, the provider thing, the being present thing. I'm working on it, right, Janelle Gordon? We're working on this thing, baby. No, they're all, they're, From they a woman's would, perspective, would agree with that. Yes. what would you like to share with Wes? Because I know that you're like sort of in <laughs> awe, you're starstruck, yeah, I don't know yeah, what's yeah. going on. Well, how are you processing this, Nat? I mean, I can see that you master in, in many areas of your life. I think also when you're dealing with a different gender and you're trying to also like learn to... Uh, create a life with someone else that's a job in itself you know like I'm in a point in my life where I have to learn to like be around people in my living space now like now I live with my sister and I notice that as I bring people in my life that's a new thing I have to learn and when you know when it comes to Adam and he tells me to go do something yeah I'll go do it but 
the thing is that if you're able to communicate with your lady in a way, a certain way, you will have less pushback. So, for example, yeah, it, for yeah. example, for example, Wes is so hard. Know, he's like, I, I even try to hear this. I shit know, right now. I know. But at the end of the day, I, but, the way, but at the I'm end of the day, if you're able to communicate with your woman the right way that will get her to move, she will do anything for you. With yeah, the they matter do that of one thing. At the start, they do all of it. But here's the thing: is as you move into your relationship with your woman, that level of communication of that, like you know, we're kind of filling each other out. There's a level of respect and alignment. Isn't that that's not a lie, plus. Is, Isn't the, aren't those all lies? To what? like have to say something a certain way for someone to be able to correctly digest it. Why can't we just talk? You know? Well, like no, how you definitely can. But See, here's the thing: the, if you talk these... to your girl like your man. Oh, I don't though. All so, dude, okay, I'm so then the there sweet, you go. That's I'm different. like the nicest, sweetest fucking dude, yeah. and I'm chill as fuck. But these chicks be raising up like their dudes. But maybe that's where mm-hmm. you're also finding the ladies as well. Yeah, I think they that find, could be dude, an aspect. They as find well. you, huh? My last chick was a client of mine. And she came on to like build her coaching program. I was going through a divorce, and then um, like I, my my ex wife was out the picture, and I said, "Hey, do you want to go to dinner?" She's hot as fuck. My ex chick is hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. She crushes all these other entrepreneur dudes. Their fucking chicks are so fucking busted. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. They're on here talking, giving relationship advice. I'm like, "Why are you talking, fool?" You got like a fucking barely a six. No wonder the fuck she listens. She has to listen, <laughs> motherfucker. The fuck you is ever that? hear the song? Yeah, get. If get, you want to be happy a, for the rest yeah. of your life, never make a pretty woman your wife. So, from my personal point of view, get I'm an ugly you. woman to marry yeah, you. Yeah, like I ain't gonna do that. But you want to be happy? You get an ugly woman that could cook. She's gonna shut the fuck up, up and cook. Dude, that dude, ain't my vibe. But think about wanna it. Want to be happy? Like honestly, like half these dudes who like come up giving relationship advice, they look like fucking brother and sister. Like, I'm like, God damn, that's your busted ass chick with the fucking perm and you're sitting here telling me relationship advice? No shit she listens. She's done nothing but listen her whole fucking life. Try this one with the BBL and the huge fake tits who's pretty as shit, motherfucker. She ain't gonna fucking listen. But when you go for girls like that, you kind of have to expect they're gonna have pushback. Not really. I mean, why the fuck would they want to? Because their standards are a little bit higher. Yeah, but I'm the highest of standards. I I literally make fucking $3 million a month and I'm in shape and all this shit, so I'm gonna run it. Like, if they don't want to run it with me, then they could dip. And that's that's just how I'm, I'm going to run I respect all my For sure, like for yeah. sure. But at the end of the day, when you have girls who have higher standards, they're getting work done, they have expectations, they want allowance, you're going to have a pushback of a certain way of living oh, versus maybe a girl you know? versus maybe a girl who doesn't have much. She's just looking for an opportunity to, to have a man. She wants to service her man. Well, but you're going to come fo- across a different... That's why the foreign ones that have all the exactly. stuff... So you find that more often there. Look at So they're pretty. They're from a shitty country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're grateful. I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for all this. But um, <laughs> but the whole thing is, is the other day, even when I said this on one of my group calls, my ex chick, um, she fucking got across it because a lot of people send her shit that I say mm-hmm. and send people shit that I say. And she's like, oh, you'll get a Colombian chick for five grand a month instead of 50 for me. And I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, I fucking said that. Who gives a fuck? She started being nicer after she got checked like that. <laughs> after she knew I could get a hotter yeah. one for five grand, she started pumping her fucking brakes. And the thing is, it's like, don't get it fucked up. You will get fucking replaced. And, the, and then they want to make you feel bad. Oh, you could just get rid of people you love? No, you just weren't able to not be so fucking stubborn. And I can't deal with that. I'm not going to do it. I was in prison forever. You're not going to talk back to me like I'm some fucking bitch 
uh, like these other men you know. Like, these are soft-ass, lame-ass motherfuckers. Don't get a motherfucker like me if you don't want me to just literally tell you how it is. Like, did you not... You watched my videos, and then you chose to be with me. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you knew I, what you bought yeah, when you walked in the door. But every girl thinks that they're able to kind of soften a man, make a no, man, they, bring they, something out of a man a little bit. I'm telling you, yeah, girls feel like, I'll to, bring it out of him. No, but like, they don't I try to soften you. <laughs> you see Wes out there, come on, it's cuddle like, time, baby. Yeah, like, it's okay. That ain't Wes's deal. I am like that. I, I, I like to cuddle, though. Okay, and, I could see, I could yeah. see it. I'm like, he looks like a My ex, she did like say. to cuddle. She liked to sleep in a different room. Oh, no, oh, no, no, that ain't your vibe, much. bro. She's that's got trauma. No. You need a girl much. that wants to cuddle. Yeah. But again, that's the happens What's when you have girls with these standards. No, any girl that doesn't want to cuddle, it's like, if you're the more like cuddler type... Get her out. Exactly. Nah, get exactly. her out. Exactly. Don't give me no fucking masculine chick and I ain't trying to cuddle. Am, I literally... I want you begging me chick, to cuddle, My bitch. chick needs to be like... Like the just the love in our life. Do you know your yeah. love Call languages? Me the fuck down. Listen, we're not gonna do the love language. <laughs> I don't study all that. We're not I know, I was my love language is fucking <laughs> money. Mother. Okay. No, my no, my, love, my love. A girl language. will ask you yeah. that. Do you know your love hey, language? Hey, you know what? Mind your horoscope sign, Wes. You're Sagittarius. I don't know. I'm like Aries rising moon, and you're kind of Aquarius season. What? Bitch. Well, I think establishing maybe do this on your private time. Maybe establishing what that is. Well, at least give you some sense of way that you feel the most love. If that's through I, I time, if that's through gifts, if that's through uh, affirmations. Right. Now, I love for, him. For, it's, it's we're gonna affir- we're gonna yeah, get to affirm- know Wes It's affirmations. Yeah. Okay. It's affirmations. Okay. okay. And it's um it's understanding me. Okay. okay. Yeah. Words of that's affirmation. It. I like that. Words of well, affirmation. Words of a- and just well, understanding. Well, listen. Me and not and like if I'm I can tell people exactly what I need. Okay. Women cannot do that, Fair and enough. so that's the biggest problem. <laughs> Fair like enough. I can be like, this is what I. I need Fair if enough. this is happening can you just do this and if i can pay all these bills if i can move the world if i can do everything you ask me and you can't do the one fucking thing i'm asking mm-hmm. like the main thing you want to break that main thing then you don't respect me enough to even listen and if you can't listen you got to fuck go Fair boom enough. Yeah. Well, Fair enough. with words of affirmation with words of affirmation <laughs> i, love that shit. I like, could see you loving yeah, that i have to like dude like I have to know that my chick is really attracted to me. Mm-hmm. I have because I, I, I am. You know, like yeah. I, I always mm-hmm. tell my chicks shit like that. Like I pump them up. I make them know how I feel about them. Mm-hmm. You know. But well, maybe that's the problem. Is that's not the way they like to be loved, and that's why maybe they disrespect you in certain ways. Yeah, they just they just want to they they fucking did. They want that. Pre- they want you to sit there and like connect with them and listen to it. The- they want you to listen to their stupid day where nothing fucking happened. Oh Jesus! It's like you didn't fucking do anything. Like, what do you mean? Oh, that's so mean. I didn't do anything. Oh my God. Okay, just tell me how you did some monotonous ass shit. It, but if I would sit there and talk to you about building your business, yeah. about your purpose, about you helping people, mm-hmm. about you connecting with someone else in your group that you helped, I love that shit. That's what I do. Like, mm-hmm. I get into flow state when I help people. I'm on flow state on this call. Mm-hmm. I call this becoming the source of what you seek. Mm-hmm. So we're all seeking answers in this world, all of us. And right now, we're all giving answers to people. We've become the source of what we seek, so we're in flow. Like, we're not going to notice time as it passes by. Mm-hmm. And the pain that I know as a human is desire. So, like, I desire shit so much. It's so crazy that I get a lot of shit because mm-hmm. I, I desire a lot. So I go get it. But I don't like that feeling of desire. I really like am always desi- desiring something. So I'm always like accumulating shit so fast. It's crazy. But like I don't like it. 
Right. It doesn't really fulfill me. What fulfills me is the work I do that can ultimately get what I desire. But in the middle of the work, I'm in flow state, which I determine as inner peace. Like the definition of inner peace is not knowing time as it passes by. Have you maybe considered getting a girlfriend that could maybe possibly be like an assistant for you? That could be a way they all of... They want to be. At, at first, okay. every single chick I'm with is perfect. Okay, of course. They, they that's the, the honeymoon, best. though. That's they're the selling honeymoon. Their yeah, they're yes. not selling themselves. Yes. Yeah. But like a, a true assistant for you, like, babe, setting up your meetings, do that back-end work where you guys can kind of be building a business without her being separated oh, from dude, your business. The, the, like, it's just fucking... I've, I don't even think, like, I'm attracted to that type of chick. Okay. Yeah, Why? I really don't think I'm attracted to a chick who's going to... I want her to do her own shit okay. and be able to have her own money and fucking, like, me to help her, like be her own little boss and kill it like in her own shit mm -hmm. so she's not like fucking so she understands me more gotcha so we have more in common from that point of view so she's not always like anyone who lives in your coattails too much like resents the shit out of you mm -hmm. it's just what happens because they well, get let jealous. me ask you a question on that um i feel you on that i actually kind of used to think that way where it's like ah these girls relying on me mm -hmm. i do your own thing the only problem with that Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. If you're making three million a month, whatever it is, million a month, whatever millions are, whatever it is, and let's say homegirl's making hundred grand. Let's just be real here. She's mm -hmm. not making millions a month. Oh, they usually turn into the worst person okay. when they make some money. Yeah, yeah. Right. They're, I mean, they misuse well, power so crazy. Most women, unless they're becoming super professionals, they're running companies, right. CEOs, you know, high power <laughs> attorneys, doctors, whatever. Let's move that from the equation. You know. Uh, I'm sure you've met some attorneys that were into you, whatever, you know, you know, that whole, uh, you know, <laughs> client, attorneys uh, attorney make, privilege. Uh, attorneys don't make any money. No, so. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, like, but those women, if they are making a lot of money these days, unfortunately, it is, you know, sex work. But correct me if I'm wrong. If that woman is making 100 grand a year, let's say 200 grand a year, whatever, a decent like doing all right. Jesus Christ. How, you would, you, how would you even come close to even I couldn't even <laughs> Uber off that? Well, that's you, brother. You're Jesus. a man. You wouldn't give two fucks about her business. You're like, oh, you want me to worry about your 10 grand a month income? Here's 10 grand a month. Shut the fuck up. I'm making a million bucks a month, three months. You're not going to care about her fitness business, whatever cooking business. Why would you even care? Because you, like that's chump change for you. So at that point, you'd be like, yeah, shut the fuck up. I'm not trying to hear about your problems at work. Yeah, Help but, me. With, with, yeah, so with, maybe yeah. reconsider what Nat's telling you. Yeah. Anyone who can just go with the flow and make it through each day, really. I mean, but my, my ex chick, it was like, if I gave her money, I was controlling her. Yep. And so I was like, okay, well, I won't give you money. I'll teach you how to make your own money. Mm -hmm. And she was like a theta. She would do theta healing. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to teach you how to do uh, training, nutrition, and your theta healing. We'll have an app. You post. You'll, I can easily make you 100 grand a month doing this. Mm -hmm. And it's like... It just wouldn't follow through on the daily posts and all the work and all the shit. Mm. And I'm like, I thought you wanted to fucking do this. Yeah. And then like, they just don't do the work. And then they say they're tired. I'm like, look at everything I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And then you have the nerve to like get on my case. Are you, are you like, is there like massive cognitive dissonance <laughs> happening to where you don't understand that you're saying you're tired off that menial shit mm -hmm. and I'm doing all this and you're still adding more drama to my life? Well, a lot of these like, women are just Selfish. built from trauma, built from drama, Selfish. and then just going to bring well, that shit to your though, life. When you're doing businesses, that also brings stress. So by default, she's yeah. going to have a level of stress, and her level yeah. to, to maintain that stress is not going to be at your Oh, it's level. way smaller. It's yeah, way, yeah, smaller. way smaller. Well, so when you have that that level... Well, you know, the key to, the like, the, the, like, literally the ceiling to your potential in life, success potential, is stress management. 
Hmm. Like the person who can manage the most stress yes. will elevate and be the most successful. For sure. Because like if you, I told like last night we were talking and I said, I don't even tell you my fucking problems. Mm -hmm. You're telling me like problems with your fucking mom are like derailing you this hard. Mm -hmm. Yes, and they are. Well, I'm like, do. if I even yeah, fucking, they are. if I even Mommy fucking issues, told issues. you like what I, what's going on in the back end of my business and my mm -hmm. life and all these things, it would fucking shatter you right now. And I'm going to sleep fine. Yeah. Because all I have is a forward vision that's positive. Mm -hmm. They have like a moment that's so fucking heavy and negative, and they live in that. Most people really define themselves in like low frequency states. Right. I define myself right. in the highest frequency state with the big, the, just the most positive self talk around me mm -hmm. to where like I'm. <laughs> I, I can't I'm I can't be beat. Like yeah. I, I'm undeniable I can't be beat. Everything I'm gonna do is gonna work. And I only define myself at that high frequency state. Most people have that high frequency individual that they mm -hmm. are sometimes, mm -hmm. but most of the time they're this low frequency, shame filled, uh guilt fucking they're in this shame and guilt loop all the time. They're always negative, and that that's who they see themselves as. Mm -hmm. And so they just can't really pull off shit. Until I can teach them that it's simply high frequency and low frequency, nothing else exists. Exist. If we get you in that high frequency state more, you will be able to crush everything that's happening. You won't even notice your problems. Like I can get so elevated that someone could tell me the craziest shit, and I'd be like, "Fuck, I don't give a fuck." It wouldn't phase me at all. Mm -hmm. Well, let, but, let me ask you this, Wes, because I like the direction we're going yeah. here. There's a lot more we're gonna cover, guys. Thanks for being here. We got a lot more to cover with we Wes. Love this shit. What yes. we're talking about is what we talked about: trauma and drama and battle scars. And, you know, going through war, whether that's in actual war, the business world. Here's my question. I would argue that some of that is actually really good for a man. Oh, no. It I, hardens you. The, the most, it the, makes you tough. The most it makes you resilient. The pain that I've been through yes. with women is beautiful as fuck to me. I love Not that. even with women. I'm no, saying even, just in oh, life. life, yeah. The adversity reveals yes. a man to himself. There it adversity is. truly introduced a man to himself. Like, mm -hmm. when they would slam the door on me in prison and the door wouldn't open for a fucking year. It wouldn't mm -hmm. come out of cell for a fucking year. You're sitting on the toilet filling the sink up with water, pouring it on yourself, soaping up and pouring it on yourself again. It's called a bird bath. You don't mm -hmm. shower. Mm -hmm. You don't come out of yourself for fucking anything for over a year okay you're in there with a the dude for a fucking year mm -hmm. and the thing is is like people are like how the fuck could you do that you have to right. like no one could ever be as strong mm -hmm. as me mentally because they have ways out mm -hmm. i never had a way out so i i can i no one can be as strong as someone who was had all this shit denied like even they're like goggins it's like dude he chose to be the navy seal he could have left mm -hmm. prison makes you that much mm -hmm. stronger because there is no fucking way out the only way out is drugs or excessive eating or any vice that makes you fucking like like just fucking you know that Mm -hmm. makes you fall into a false reality. You said that adversity hardens a man, strengthens a man? Yeah. Here's so they, my question, though. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. What does that do for a woman? Does that... For a man, I would say matter, that that makes you a the, man. During the adversity... I would say that a woman, during it actually makes them worse on the back but end. But during the adversity, if their self-talk and their actions are aligned with who they want to be on the mm. other end, they will become stronger from it. So I, when she's going through shit, I say, hey, 
You've been through worse than this. Mm -hmm. Talk to yourself right mm -hmm. and do the daily steps to strengthen yourself. If you give up on yourself during a divorce and you sit there going, there was someone else. I'm a fucking, oh, uh, she's probably hotter. Uh, and you're just beating yourself up mentally with your self-talk and then your actions aren't building yourself. You're going to turn into that, the version of that. The self-talk and the actions combined mm -hmm. are going to be who you come out on the other end. I don't do that. Like when everything's fucking the worst it can possibly be, I sit there and I have like really strong affirming self-talk and my actions never deviate. That's why the biggest problem with women is they deviate from a daily process that would strengthen them during times of sadness, during mm -hmm. times of sickness, whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. This goes back to women are emotional creatures. Men tend to be more rational, logical, can follow directions not speaking of following directions systems that's systems that's what, oh thing, yeah the whole thing is success comes from systems and people are like like act, talking about goals or dreams i'm like i don't have that i have systems mm -hmm. and my systems are aligned with the outcome i want and they're like everyone's always asking you what you feel and all this shit i said i don't feel i operate like i just and automate I, I just operate and automate and fucking everything's non-negotiable that is aligned with my outcome. So like, how'd you do this so quick? I said, there were certain thoughts, there's certain actions, there's certain energy aligned with my outcome and I just didn't deviate from that. They're like, how'd you not do that? I didn't fall victim to my fucking feelers like all these fucking pussy boys out here. It's fucking crazy. Like, oh, I want to be jacked, but I feel like eating that. I want to be successful online, but I don't feel like talking on camera right now. I don't give a fuck what you feel like. Get your fucking ass on camera. You know? Do you have kids? Gangster. No, no. I, I, I helped raise like my, my ex-wife's son from like one to like you know later you know a couple years mm -hmm. and then um then my chick now like we you know i was just with her for like a year and she had some kids mm -hmm. i love fucking kids Aww. i would want to be a dad i people outside people always think that i'd be a like a good uh parent figure or whatever but always the chick i'm with i just think they resent me because like the way i speak and what i say fits them so well mm -hmm. and they at first they're like yeah i'm empowered by it he's gonna get me to change yeah and they realize they're too pussy to change so they're like fuck him like this fucking ego-filled piece of shit that's even what fat pussy dudes do too they're like yeah he's fucking saying having tits is for bitch ass men and fat pussy motherfuckers like yeah i'm not gonna be that no more then they try the work that has to be done they mm -hmm. can't do it they're like what is he even talking about like we can be however we want and mm -hmm. they side with their weakness again they like they double down and side against me because they were too fucking weak to do it but then there's people who are strong enough to elevate to that level my inner i don't call people out i call them up mm -hmm. and they don't realize that mm -hmm. they think i'm calling them out yeah i'm saying you're better than that mm -hmm. i'm going to show you how to be the best version of yourself it's going to take this mm -hmm. and then when they can't do it they feel called out because right. So they're still that stupid version. Yeah, yeah. They're in their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So um, let's give some advice to the men out there. By the yeah. way, Nat's going to be reading some super chats, some chats out there. Get them in. Yes. Wes is going to react to the super chats. <laughs> yeah, give us uh, some good shit to Give us some good to. shit. <laughs> so look, let's let's get into some, some helping of the men, right? We're going to move yes. on from the relationship stuff. All right, Nat? Yes. So look, we've already addressed. You went to prison for 10 years. Um, it was a lovely time. For selling weed. Great time. You made millions. Selling weed, you know, massive violence, robbery. Assault mm. with a deadly weapon, um, burglary. Not not the good stuff. Yeah, I, I, I went to prison for 24 hours. It ain't for me. <laughs> okay, that's fight. jail. Like when, when yeah, correct. When, when, when Andrew Tate's on here and he's saying they're saying he went to prison for 90 days. You went to fucking jail. 
Prison is a stretch of time, like years. Sure. That's prison. You went to jail, okay? Don't pa- don't pace in the room like you fucking did a stretch with a out a beard all grown out when you did ninety fucking days. I've done ninety days in a handstand. So are you not a Tate uh, fan? Are you not no, I love Tate the guy, fan? but I don't like that. I love that guy. So all right, we'll talk about Tate. I was going to no, play south with fucking, this. I love the dude. Okay, but I just don't like when people say. They went to prison mm-hmm. when they were in fucking jail. Imagine someone who did 10 years and then some people talking about someone who did 90 days. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I'm a motherfucking convict. We, like, <laughs> if, if you if you roll yeah. up, like, I don't give a fuck who you are. They're going to make sure that your paperwork comes to me mm-hmm. and I'm going to be like, I'm going to say yes or no. Everyone reports to me. Like, I'm in there for a fucking decade and I outweigh all these cupcakes and I outweigh him in the money. I outweigh him in life. I outweigh him in everything. Fucking institutional sophistication is my forte. Mm. No matter what, if I land on a yard, mm. everybody's like, fuck, Wes Watson from Dago landed. <laughs> That's why it says WWDAGO. When I walk up with my shirt off, they're like, Wes Watson from Dago's here. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. Mm. Shit's about to change. Everybody wins if I'm there. Same thing as on the street. It's just what it is. But I mean, these people live in a like kind of like a fictional fucking land of all this shit. I really do it. Like, I'm really the gangster motherfucker who really made millions before prison. I really went to prison, had more money than most of these people on the street in prison. And I really got out of prison and still made millions outside of prison. Like, they make movies about people like me. This other shit is kind of like social media pumped up or some shit. They didn't really do any of the shit they're talking about. Like, it's not like... They didn't really hurt anybody. It's not real shit. They kind of get in trouble for, like, chalked up shit. It's not like, nah, that fool used to dump shells in people's fucking windows. Mm. Nah, that fool did splatter that dude everywhere. Like, there's the fucking mess. And he really is fucked, you know? Like, I got weapon charges in prison. Stabbing Mm. charges in prison. I have A1-115s where the fucking paperwork is, it's murder, attempted murder, assault with an inmate-manufactured weapon. To where, like, you don't get out of prison. I I was in a shoe term for 14 months for an A1 offense, 115, that was an inmate manufactured weapon because someone just wanted to talk shit in there. So Mm -hmm. he got his fucking shit fucking sliced the fuck up. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, like, all these motherfuckers out here, they act violent. They talk about it. Like, I don't want to be violent. I want to be a better dude. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm tortured by my violence and my fucked up mindset. Like, Mm -hmm. Like, where I come from, it's like so disrespectful for you to even like ever get over on another man like these people come from some other world where like like you can fight like box and shit where i come from if you like whoop the head dude's ass Mm -hmm. everybody's like why did you do that (laughs) we're all fucking dead like that guy can't take that right Mm -hmm. you've just completely Mm -hmm. disrespected everybody from this town Mm -hmm. he's gonna fucking kill you Mm -hmm. like they they, we're, we're bred to not take disrespect we don't take licks we come back and get you worse and that's just what it is. It's convict shit. But everyone's like civilians acting like they're tough. Like convicts will kill you. Mm-hmm. And that's it. They're like, what about MMA fighters in prison? The guys in prison are there for brutally murdering people. <laughs> Many people. They're not there for putting on gloves and fighting. You better not fuck them up. They're going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's completely different. You want to go to prison, Nat? <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm okay. So anyway. I'll jump you into my prison. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> 
orange is the new brown. <laughs> now featuring Natalia Del Valle. But anyway, you brought up Tate. So I love the guy. I love. Okay. I love the. Okay. Some of the shit he says about like depression mm -hmm. and like how it's like a, a internal notification that you're doing something wrong in life. You need to change. I love. 99% of what the fuck he says. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. don't get twisted. I just when it was just my first thing about talking about people who do time. Like mm. like Mike Tyson well, let, did like real time, right? No he doubt. Like four years Ty or something. We did an interview with Tyson. Yeah, that guy transformed he, he his was life. Like, he was like straight up like he's like you guys think you, he's like you, you don't know a crazy motherfucker like me, you know? And those old videos, like he's really fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Went to prison. He's a lot more chill now. Yeah. Like, by the way, he's nice. you know you know what you know what's funny. You know what you're gonna appreciate this. You know, we had uh, we had uh, Tyson. You were there that day. Mm -hmm. well, you were there. I met him out front. Yeah, exactly. So we had we did a podcast with oh. him that morning with Tyson with Michael Francis. Shout out to Michael Francis. Yeah. Shout out to Tyson. Shout out to Kurt, Both our mutual friend. Shit. Mm -hmm. uh, we had lunch, and Tyson, his wife shows up. Now, when I tell you, he's like, "Anything I can get you, honey? Is wife okay?" I'm like, "Hey, uh, Mike, uh, we have a mutual friend. He wants to get in touch with you. Uh, how do you want me?" He's like, "Yeah, just talk to my wife, honey. Like, like." Doting husband, the P, the third P. Present. If Michael Tyson can <laughs> do it, yeah, Wes the, the, Watson, the, the I'm is, just saying there's hope for you, brother. You. No, but the thing is, that's a lie. Like, <laughs> the, the, like maybe it is. No, but, it's, but he's playing no, the yeah, role, yeah, dog. Don't fuck playing it. Like, what if I could really just be me? Wouldn't that be more love? Yeah. If I could just be me and be like, you know what? Shut the fuck up. You know I love you, but shut up. Yeah. All right. Well, here's like, <laughs> here's Tate right now, and just full disclosure, I know that you said that you like. Oh, the guy. I love his shit. The dude is. A, I love I'm, the dude. I'm a, I'm a friend. I'm a love fan. The fucking I, dude. I, I I I really appreciate everything he says. I think it's a complete shame what's going on. Here's when PBD and I flew to Romania in to Bucharest to the Tate compound, and we asked Tate about his time in jail. Good sir. Yeah, that was okay. the only person I could think of that like recent. You know. yes. Go ahead, Malik. What it does is confirm everything you already know. It confirms everything you know about the reality of the outside world, that you need to be physically strong so that you're not attacked by others and mentally strong so you're not attacked by yourself. You need to you learn who's on your side and who isn't. You learn who's a coward and who's not. You learn who's an opportunist and who isn't. Your, your circle, you certainly learn a lot about the people around you when you go to a jail cell, that's for sure. But I remember it was New Year's Eve. When I, when I was first picked up on the 29th of December, I was very sure I'd be out 24 hours. There's no way they're gonna keep me. For, for what? Like oh my God, not, that's a strange sense. feeling. So finally New Year's Eve rolls around and uh, I'm sitting in the, in the jail cell by myself. And in Romanian jail, you don't leave the room. It's not like an American jail where there's a yard or anything. You're stuck in the room. It's three by four, and that's your existence. You just stay in the room. by yourself? 24 hours a day. At the beginning, I was by myself. So um, he goes on to tell a story about he's stuck in prison, New Year's Eve. It fucking sucks. But at the beginning of that, he talks about you have to learn a lot about yourself. Mm -hmm. 100%. Right? Who you are, how mentally strong you are, how physically strong you are, who to fuck with, who not to fuck with, who to align yourself with. So, you know... Hopefully, people out there are not going to prison, not going to jail, not making these mistakes. There's a lot of stages. But what do you learn prison? about yourself? So there's, there's a lot of stages of prison. So when you first enter prison, it's called reception, mm. and you don't leave your cell for like four months till they figure out what your gang affiliation is. They figure out what you're there for. They can't let you out if you're there for touching kids or something. Mm. These motherfuckers are gonna saw your head off in the middle of the day room and just laugh about it. Oh. Like the second someone's there for a rape charge, something on kids, yeah. yep. anything like that, first. They just make sure they slice your face right oh. here so they know that you're marked and then they're gonna cut your fucking head off. Like, oh, so, that's you, like so what's the worst thing to be in jail? A child molester. If, you, if you've touched kids, Go oh ahead. my God, they're gonna fucking have the 
funnest time with you. They're just going to wait. And what they're going to do is they're going to, they know you got bad paperwork. I've seen this happen plenty of times to where the guy, everyone knows he's got bad paperwork. Everybody in the building knows. Yeah. And he doesn't know that. What does bad paperwork mean? It means that he has a, a rape charge, an R on his jacket, mm. or a, a child molestation charge, or like a pimping and pandering of like lewd and lascivious under 17, mm -hmm. like the LNL 17 or 14. And these are codes because we check your shit. Now we'll go on a cell phone and check Megan's law too to see if you're a fucking chomo, which is a child molester. Now, there's guys who slip through the cracks, and I think the cops nowadays do it on purpose because they know they don't like the guy and they want him killed, you know? Mm. So the dude slips through the cracks, and um, everyone finds out, hey, this dude's fucking got bad paperwork. So the, the two guys who are going to hit him, you know, they got big old fucking bone crushers, and this is like a big-ass knife. Either You make either a tomahawk in prison, which is a bunch of razor blades melted into a toothbrush, or you make a bone crusher, a piece of steel that is going to take lives, you know. And so those are the two types of knives in prison that we make. And so they're, they get the guy all pumped up. Like, they'll be like, come on, Derek, let's go hit the yard. And they'll just get them all working out in front of everybody. And everyone's like, oh, my fuck. This is going to be so fucking disgusting. Like they're making, like, oh, they're, yeah, they're, they're giving the impression that we're, oh, we're your my. friend. We're yeah, your buddy. Yeah. Let's go do a workout. Yeah, let's get your heart rate flowing. So oh, when you Jesus. bleed, you bleed the fuck out. And they're just like, yeah, let's do it. Let's get this, bro. And he's just like, yeah, like I got friends on the yard. Like, and he's yeah. all happy. Yeah. And like, this guy's going to be dead in like 20 minutes. Straight up. Yeah. And you just know he's going to be dead. And like, any of you guys who've never seen someone killed, you don't realize we have a soul. There is a, yeah. there is a God or a universe or yeah. something leaves us. You've never seen someone go from sitting here next to me like Adam mm -hmm. to turn into a bag of putrid fucking meat with no movement in one second. Mm -hmm. Just turn into fucking jelly, dude. They're just fucking black, just done. But say they get this guy pumped up, doing a bunch of burpees. The second he jumps up to grab the bar to do some pull-ups, usually the, the go-to is right under the waist. <laughs> And then he goes to grab his waist, and then they get his neck. And then he's just like, Psh. now his fucking neck's cut. Right here, when you jump up and you grab a bar, yeah. this is where the abdomen Spit. is so fucking weak, where you get like abdominal tears, like uh, abdominal tears from like a fucking, uh, like a whatever, uh, what are they called? A hemorrhoid? Or no, mm -hmm. not, um, what are they called? Like when you get a, a hernia. Yeah, a hernia. hernia. Yeah, like hernia. it's so weak right there that if you have a real knife right there and you fucking slice someone, their guts will just fucking spill the fuck out. So, I mean, usually like they'll just go for boom, the guy goes and grabs it, bam, cut his neck. I mean, but if, if they can't get him like good enough, dude's just sitting there, they're just going to come up behind him and just start pounding his fucking chest. I mean, I've seen so many people get killed in prison. It's just ridiculous. And I know we have a soul. Like, I yeah. just, something leaves our body. We go from lit up humans breathing with all this energy to just fucking lifeless. And so, it's, number one, this is fucking traumatic tense. shit even hearing this but you took away from the as wild as that story is a belief in god from that oh yeah just yeah. oh my god we're so powerful we have so much to give we have so much essence we can feel each other mm -hmm. like i believe in like a collective whole a collective consciousness the reason i'm successful online is because i speak to everybody like you guys may not know but when i speak I speak to everybody on the planet. So once people have connected with me and I've like actually 
connected to you. I speak to you all day and I know I'm doing it, but I speak on like a collective plane where like the world is shaped like this. I see lights coming up. It's all you guys. And I speak to the world as a whole. I know I'm a world speaker. Other people, they would have to have that intention, but they don't. They don't understand that it's possible. And then the internet makes it very possible to where you'll you'll visualize someone on the complete other side of the world and then you just send them a message from your heart to theirs in the morning and then they message you later. They turn into a client. It's crazy. But when I was in prison and I was in isolation, the thing was is I just would speak to... I would speak to the world. I had no one to talk to. I was in isolation. So I would speak to people on like a collective plane of existence, which is like our, you know, our collective consciousness. And I would, um, I would send love to people. I would send strength. I would give everything I needed. And even though I was supposedly in like the worst place, I was so physically strong. I had more to give to these people. And I was like, I have three meals. I have a fucking room. Like this person's under a freeway overpass, starving, feeling so alone, so broken. Let me gift them strength. Let me send them everything they need. And I made a process of doing this that kept me like alive in isolation because I would still hold conversations with people on a plane of existence that most people don't understand really even exists, you know? Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit of money for a second. That was a, wow. some, some some intense shit right there. Yeah. But you found I live different. I live differently. No, awesome, great. brother. That's why I brought you lot. here. Yeah. So we'll talk a little money right now. So you know we've interviewed some wild people on the on, on the on the podcast. Like I talked about Tate, mm -hmm. Mike Tyson. We've had Sammy the Bull Gravano on. Uh, we've had racketeers like Michael Francis, former uh, mafioso. We've had actually Andy Fasto. He was the CFO mm -hmm. of Enron, one of the biggest scandals. Um, in U.S. financial history. Yeah. So one of the things I say is that I don't want to get rich quick. I want to build wealth slow, right? Playing the long game versus short-term, short quick, myopic thinking. So, you know, a lot of times for men, it's drug dealing, right? Money laundering, it's scams, mm -hmm. financial scams, certain crimes, what have you. A lot of times for women, it's what? Sex work, turning tricks, easy money, easy way out. You know, they say that fast money comes to slow problems. As you know, spent 10 years in... The, in, in prison. So to the business people out there, to the hustlers out there, to the entrepreneurs out there, uh, what are you, advice do you have for people cutting corners, mm. taking the easy way out, and just say, put in the work. It's going to take five, 10, 20 I, years I never, for success. Yeah, I never What's chased, I, I didn't even chase the money coming out of prison this time. Mm. I didn't even know it would come from this. I really was just excited on being a better man. And I was just like, I have to share this with people. The whole goal. So one of my my business partners, Eric Spofford, he he um, he was a, an, an addict, and then now he made hundreds of millions of dollars off treatment facilities. Mm -hmm. So he healed himself of his addictions, and then he taught others to do the same. I healed myself of my my vices, being overweight, mm -hmm. my financial troubles, everything. I healed myself of. I taught people to do. You unless you have a purposeful connection. <laughs> that is attached to your vision and really means a lot to you deep in your core, you won't be able to do it for a long, a significant amount of time. You can't really chase the money. You have to truly become something that is so different that it's so valuable to you that it's worth 
it's priceless. So me getting someone sober is priceless to me. Mm-hmm. So I could charge them a million bucks a year to work with me. Yep. If I believe in it enough, I can attract clients at that level. And I do. I mean, mm-hmm. when people come to me and they buy one of my programs, it's like 20000 or 40000 They Some people, that's them paying such a crazy amount. I'm like, I made that in the last three hours, dipshit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't give a fuck that you paid that much. You don't know what I'm about to give you because you've never done it. Once I change you, you will realize what I did for you was priceless. And that's even at my my $299 to $2,000 program. Once I make you able to wake up purpose-driven every morning from a whole different belief system and set of habits and set of principles, you will know that I am the fucking orchestrator of something so much greater. I'm giving you your wings back. I'm giving you your purpose back. And then... You're going to go do that for other people. You're going to have a lifelong process. If you look at the growth needs from, um, it's literally the growth needs pyramid. And it's self- Maslow's hierarchy of Ma- Maslow's yeah. Hier- yeah, okay. hierarchy of growth needs. So um, it's self-actualization, then self-transcendence. Mm-hmm. So you make the best you, and then you teach it to the world. Transcendence is the teaching of it. Mm-hmm. And when you fully get rid of Wes Watson, like Rudolf Steiner said, the highest of beings, they only know their existence by what they transmute. So I've got to the place where I don't even care. If you still care about being a billionaire, if you still care about this money, if it still drives you, you'll never beat me because I don't fucking care. I will do everything to be the best teacher possible and transcend self and affect billions of people, however many people I can in my life, and you will chase the money so you'll weaken. I only do it for the other thing, but Mm -hmm. it gets X amount, so I'll always beat everybody because I never tire. So the whole thing is I'm so positive towards it, it only fuels me. But the guy who chases the money, there's always downsides to that. I just... And I go through waves where I'm like, oh, I didn't make enough today. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Did you do everything to make what you want to make mm-hmm. today? Because my daily standard is 30000 a day in sales. And I have recurring systems that make me about 50000 a day. Mm-hmm. So I make about eighty to 200000 every day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the whole thing is, is like, I, I can never do anything but just give away what's priceless to me. And then as I raise, I raise my price. And like, I raise my price to whatever the fuck I feel like over time. Mm-hmm. Someone, one of my buddies the other day said, I want to work with Tony Robbins. I wonder how much it costs. And it was, it was like a two day thing. There's a three year waiting list and it's a million dollars. There's a three year waiting list is a million bucks. And it's like, you work with him for like 12 hours or something. I mean, the whole thing is, is I don't care about that. I never set a standard on making money. I don't have to make any money. Everyone has that quote, take, you could take everything from me, but you can't take me, so I'll get it back. I'm like, oh man. And that last part, you need to get it back? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, no, I don't need anything. I don't need shit. I really just need to wake up every day and be a man who does not break character. And if I don't break character and I have systems that are proven operating systems that gain this wealth and I do not break, I will beat all you motherfuckers. You will break. You you won't base your success on not breaking character. You base your success on money and that will cause you to break character. I love what you said about, you know, I don't chase money. No, I think it was Pitbull that said, you know, you chase money, money runs. Mm-hmm. And it's all about delivering value. And Attractive. the more value you can bring yeah. to the marketplace, 
the more that you'll get paid. I think it was Elon Musk that said famously, you get paid uh, in direct proportion to the difficulty of the problem that you solve. So when you said, uh, you know, if I can solve someone's alcoholic uh, situation or, you know, being uh, an alcoholic, what's that worth? Whatever the it's number priceless. is. Whatever the number he is. He's going to lose gladly, his kids, lose his it. life. Yeah. He's going to lose everything. Exactly. But I have to be, I have to be, art, I, artic, I have to articulate it well enough. Mm -hmm. I have to have enough emotion and feeling behind it to make them know and feel and trust that I can do that for them and that I care enough. I own, like, I have friends who go through, like, relationship problems and I'm like, I fucking care, bro. Mm. Like, I love my ex-chick. Like, regardless of how I was talking earlier, I love her to death. Mm -hmm. I adore her. I would do anything mm -hmm. like fucking anything but people need to know who i am mm -hmm. they need to be like why poke this guy who'd been in prison for 10 years like care for him the problem is their ego would keep them from caring for me when i would get into my my painful place which is uh yelling and violence and anger it's a painful place but i've learned to mitigate that pain and i think pain's beautiful mm -hmm. so i mean a lot of people don't realize they're like well you're angry i'm like well i love my anger mm -hmm. and uh, if you look at the frequency chart if i love my anger isn't anger is it <laughs> isn't it high frequency did you always have that anger even like before you started selling yeah people like, like did you grow up in a, an angry environment yeah well every, everyone is in everyone starts off negative mm -hmm. and they have to earn these steps up the frequency ladder you have to earn positivity mm -hmm. the most coveted thing on earth is a is internal peace a positive internal state right. why the fuck would that be free and why does everyone believe it is mm -hmm. they're like i just wake up good no you don't you're just very unaware to the fact that you suck. You're comfortable. Mm -hmm. Like, I would be so pissed at your position. Like, I, I, I have everything. And I'm so glad that I wake up every morning having erased the board. Every morning I wake up and yet yesterday's wins aren't today's wins. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't give a fuck what I did yesterday. People are like, whoa, you're doing all this now? Shut the fuck up. I have to murder something today at such a high level that I move the goalpost forward in that one thing. And it's like, I talk to a lot of my friends that are billionaires. I have clients that are multi, multi-billionaires. And they're like, I'm not doing anything right now. I'm like, bro, you're a fucking legend. He's like, yeah, but right now I'm not doing anything significant enough. And that goes along with one of my favorite quotes is there is no stagnation. There is no stagnation. You're either, there's only like progression is life. You're either growing or you're dying. Exactly. So in that moment, he feels like he's fucking, he's likened the lack of progression in that moment to dying. The person who can live moment to moment with the deepest core values, the most congruent with their energy and their path and their purpose, that person's lethal and that person's me, motherfucker. Let's talk purpose. Yeah. You brought up purpose a few times. So I'm gonna tell you a quick story. Uh, and then I'm going to quote you, and then I'm going to I'm going to ask you a direct question. So, one night, you know, I'm born and raised in Miami, been in the nightlife business. I end up at a house party. It's me, a couple buddies, like 20 girls, and we're at this guy Vin Diesel's house. Random, random, and we're there. And it's so funny when you're hanging out with just a handful of guys, and there's so many women around. You're just like focused on like, what's your guy? What's your deal? What's your deal? What deal? I end up talking to Vin Diesel and his buddy Mikey, and Vin Diesel's like, hey, I like this guy, Adam. Talk to him. Tell him what we always say. I said, what's that, Vin? He goes, there's three types of people. There's three types of lives, okay? The first life is a caged life, which you, of all people, would understand what it's like to be living in a cage. 
whether that's poverty, whether that's prison, whether that's in a horrible situation, cage life, nobody wants that. The second one is a content life. Hey, man, I'm just happy to be here doing what I'm thinking. I don't have big dreams. I don't have big goals. I'm just, you know, got my job, do my nine to five. That's fine. That's most people. Yeah. The third one, though, my friend, is living a charged life. You wake up every day and you're like, I'm going to set the world on fire. I'm going to make something happen. I'm going to create a legacy. I am built for something bigger. I got dreams. I got visions. I'm going for it. You strike me as that third dude, bro. You well, were a cage I, I guy. 100%, yes. I 100% know that we're offerings. We are offerings. People just don't even get what they're doing. They're such a poor offering to those around them. I see a fat dad and he has three fat kids. I'm like, you stupid piece of shit. <laughs> Do you realize your only job was to not pass on that fucking pain you've known your whole life to your fucking kids? Yep. Like that your only job, you fucking idiot. And he thinks he's all happy. I'm like, you just fucked them so bad. And all you had to do was learn the fats, proteins, and carbs to make everybody's fucking healthy foods to get it done. But it's just like, they're just so fucking stubborn and they think they know everything. The ego on broke people, mm -hmm. fat people and broke people are the most selfish people on earth. Mm -hmm. They don't give a fuck what they're bringing you. They're such a shitty offering. They're like, look at this shit I don't work on. <laughs> Take it. You're yeah. like, no. Or I let me give you advice. I don't want that shit. <laughs> I'm broke as fuck. Let yeah. me tell you how I got here. That's what I. That's what people do. Yeah. Like, say a guy in the gym is like, hey, I do my push-ups this way, Wes. I'm like, well, I'm going to go ahead and not do them that way. <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah. why? I'm like, because I may end up like you. Like, when anyone talks to me and they try oh, to yeah. give me advice, mm -hmm. I'm like, if I, if I take your advice, will I end up like you? Mm -hmm. And they're like, hey, that's fucked up. I'm like, well, stop fucking talking yeah. till you earn the right to speak, motherfucker. And I have. Because I'm, most people, if they have a, their brain is fucking any bit normal, they would want my fucking life. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. If, be, if it's unbiasedly a ruling that people would want your life, like for sure, like it's mm -hmm. undeniable, then you should be talking. And you should be put your head down and work till then. But I mean, everybody has their areas of expertise. Mm -hmm. if, if, you've, if you've dropped 10 pounds, then you can help someone do that. Mm -hmm. If you've dropped the drink, you can help someone do that. The personal development side is like the most crucial side because these people who have money and they have no level of personal development, they're like, I had all the cars and all the stuff and I wasn't happy. No shit, motherfucker. You were there and you suck. So you made a great situation fucking suck. And they're like, oh, well, how can you say I suck? Well, you didn't take care of yourself. You had no level of personal development. What do you think? These are just inherent gifts. We're just granted them. And the whole thing is, it's like, they, they just don't, they, a lot of people just talk out their ass. They well, never spend a, a lot time. of people, uh, the hardest thing to do, honestly, straight up is just shut the fuck up and listen. That is so hard for people to do. I almost killed yeah. one of my guys on a call this morning. I said, this is fucking recorded. Okay. It's recorded. I said it normal. I said, this is recorded. I'm going to run through everything. And then at the end, you can ask me any questions. It's going to take me like 20 minutes. And then, like, on the third thing, he starts talking, and I lost my fucking shit. Yeah. I went fucking straight nuclear. Like, <laughs> he's never seen someone lose their shit that hard. I was about to just to refund him. him. I'm like, you fucking <laughs> stupid piece of shit. I'm like, that's why you broke motherfuckers are fucking like this. Yeah. Like, you paid to listen to me, and you're talking. Like, fuck. How stupid is that? 
And he, I'm like, it was the best lesson. Hey, Wes, you could let ever me learn. tell you how I ended up broke. You want to hear me out here, buddy? Let's yeah. see. Here's what you got to do. So uh, they just don't want to sit there and take the advice. I, I've told this story a, a million times where, you know, I've made money. Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm talking to a guy who's made tens and tens of millions, famous guy, basketball player. And I have my third friend who's broke as fuck who owes me money that's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I would do it that oh way, my God, guys. I'm like, shut the fuck up. up. But no, people want to make it about themselves and put it their ego. Your ego is not your amigo. Sometimes you got two ears, one mouth. Just listen. Take the advice for all the broke fat guys out there. Listen to Wes. So Just be um, honest. You know, fuck. they also say, uh, I have this little sign on my desk over here in my office. Uh, your comfort zone will kill you. You know, I've heard you say comfort is the greatest problem and addiction known to man. I often say we have it so good here in America. We're just making up problems, okay? 100%. I'm depressed. I got anxiety. I've that got shit's all made eating up. disorder. No, I got, I'm a victim. I'm obese because my mom told me, like, oh, you're just making up problems. So, you know, what I love about you, Wes, is, dude, you've been in jail. You could have any excuse in the book. I'm a felon. Nobody wants me to win. I'm a victim. Dude, you don't make excuses. You, you don't have a plan B. You're completely intentional. You clearly have your heart into everything you're doing. You're not half in a, at anything. We call it you're going all in, right? So some of my four favorite four-letter words, your four le favorite four-letter word is fuck. Hell yeah. I, I like that word too, Best word. especially on the weekends. But I like work and earn, okay? Um, talk to the men out there who are struggling. They're dealing with vices, dealing with addictions. They don't have a plan. They don't have a purpose. They don't have a mentor. They don't know what direction they're going in. How can a man find his purpose and basically meaning to his life? He has to become the man he always needed. He has to really be honest and become the individual that he's always needed. He has to look at the areas that he feels people weren't able to accommodate him, and he has to accommodate himself. That's what I did. I stepped in the mirror and I'm like, you're not fucking tough. Look, you keep making the same fucking mistakes. That's not tough. That's fucking stupid. And I mean, like I was, I was pretty, you know, I was, I was thick as a younger kid from like 11 to 13. I was like chunky. Like, How many C's? I, I was thick. Like T-H-I-C-C-C. Yeah. Like, like to wear, like, yeah. I didn't want to take my shirt off and the other guys Got could, it. you know? Not and really. I, I was seriously like, um. <laughs> It was painful. It was more painful than doing 10 years in prison. Wow. Being a fat kid from like 11 to like 13 or something. And then I picked up, I, I went, when, this is when there was fucking bookstores. Yeah. And I, I told my mom, I said, drive, drive me to fucking Barnes and Noble. And I got the Arnold Encyclopedia. I was like 14. Mm -hmm. By the time I was like 15 and a half, I was swole. And people were like, oh, he's taking creatine. Like they automatically discounted right. for the year and a half. I, I went and I like took, like I would go shopping for everybody. I would make sure everyone ate healthy. Mm -hmm. I did everything per, right, even at that age. So, I mean, like the first thing was is to heal myself of that pain. Mm -hmm. And the thing was is people are so fucking stupid, like parents Picture even. Mm -hmm. Like my parents would even, and the people around me, they would joke. But like they would like joke that I was fat. Mm -hmm. And the thing was is like I'm like, you fucking, now that I look at it, mm -hmm. these fucking idiots made me fat. Because mm -hmm. they were so fucking mm -hmm. stupid, they didn't understand how to cook food right or, or to serve the right food mm -hmm. to their family. Look at you now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wow. fucking, I'm jacked, you know. Yeah. And the whole thing is, is like... I'm a product of dieting. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a naturally bigger guy. My dad's bigger. My brother's bigger. Like, a lot of you big guys out there, the fuck is the matter with you? 
All you have to do is diet and you have a big, nice frame under there. You're already swole from carrying your fat ass around for so many years. Just fucking put the snacks down. Quit being a fucking bitch. Like, these smaller guys have to work their whole fucking life to put some size on. I was like these guys where I just cut up and I had size. So what I are you telling them? Just go. stop eating? Eat healthier? No, just, just stop being a, a fat get a, ass? Get a coach saying? who's going to give them the fats, proteins, and carbs that they fucking need to be in shape. And I mean, like the whole thing is, is there's a direct amount of macronutrients you have to eat. If you don't know this shit, you're a fucking brain dead fuck. Like, like you know every dollar in your account and you don't know the grams on your plate. What are you, stupid? Especially if you're some rich guy with tits or some CEO whose body looks like shit. Like, you mean to tell me you never, you've never done this. Uh, I kind of look like shit. And then you look at your plate of food and you really are curious at why this plate of food is making you look like shit. You mean to tell me you guys are that unaware? That's sickening to me. That's like a mental illness if you're so charged about money and then you're so stupid you don't realize that the way you eat and your lack of exercise is ruining the quality of your life. Because the last thing you want is a bunch of money and to know your bitch is only there for your fucking pocketbook. <laughs> That's the last thing you want. People say that to me all the time. They'll be like, oh, she's there for the money. I said, God damn it, bro. Let's not discount that I'm handsome as fuck too. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, like there's plenty of women who want some fucking straight Viking dude to rack her like he just got out of fucking prison. Trust me, they do. Like we got Eric the Red out here. Yeah, okay? and then they're just like they're they're like, yeah, she's in it for the money, bro, bro, bro. bro. No, I she's with Bill Gates I, for the money. I did ten years in prison. I'm covered in gang ink. I'm two forty and fucking ripped. Trust me. My first chick when I got out of prison when I had no money is one of the most famous tattoo models. I had no money. And I was able to get her to come out from Germany. So trust me, like, nah, I've done everything. What I like about you, Wes, is how diplomatic you are, how you sugarcoat yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you're very, you know, you don't want people to hurt their their feelings. Yeah. I appreciate that about yeah. you, brother. So I, 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 as far as like the purpose goes, you know, speaking of putting down the fucking food, fat boy, speaking about, you know, get your money right, buddy, put the drugs down, get to put the porn down. I love that you said you got to have your purpose over pleasure oh yeah you know, everyone everyone is so over pleasure yeah i love that right there yeah see so everyone you know everyone everyone's so obsessed with a work-life balance right now. i just want to have a good time i don't want to work that i don't want to have a good time. yeah i want to work my <laughs> ass off and take sunday and relax explain having there, there focusing like a, on your purpose I, over pleasure i remember there was a day where i like ate some food i liked early in the morning I think I like racked my chick like three times that day. Oh. And I made like 30, 40. That's my dog. And I made like, <laughs> I made like 30, 40 grand in new sales. Everything was going my way so much. I was like, this sucks. Mm. Like, how the fuck are you guys so oblivious to where you don't realize if you get your way that much, you just erode. Like, the perpetual pleasure chase is disgusting. It would have to just keep going. And the whole thing with me is I have to offset pleasure so drastically with helping people. I mean, the only thing that gets me to really feel like I was I was valuable that day 
is to is to really be an, an instrument in people's lives. But I I'm a system like I'm a systems genius. Like mm-hmm. I'll create systems that benefit me so well mm-hmm. that if I really broke down how I think, how I live, even deeper, the top people would be like, "Whoa, that motherfucker fucked my shit off." And like, I, okay, look, I love Jordan Peterson, but mm-hmm. is Jordan Peterson like ever fit his fucking quotes? Like, you should be you should be a monster, <laughs> but willingly forego that. A man should be capable of extreme violence, but forego it. When the fuck has Jordan Peterson ever fucking been? You never see Jordan Peterson in a cage match? Before? No, never. You see that shit <laughs> no, down? no. Well, no. I, I brought this up because I wanted but you to I react love to the it. guy. I know. <laughs> I, I love how you're like Jordan Peterson. Love the guy. He's a pussy. <laughs> Hey, no, like, love the guy. You were in jail, dog, not prison. No, like, but how how the fuck are they not realizing that it's so hypocritical how they speak? Like, yeah. I am. I embody the shit I say. Like, that's why I say ripped, rich, rare. Like, in mm. all reality, you have to be all three mm-hmm. to even talk to Wade. That's why Tate can pretty much do it. Oh, Tate can do it. Yeah, Tate because, is all three, bro. Because he's all three. And yeah. I, and But, like, some of these other guys... Like, they want to speak a certain way, but they just didn't do it. Like, their book... Like, I mean, look at fucking Robert Greene. Jesus Christ. Oh, you're 20, uh, Holy <laughs> shit. The laws of power? That, no, that mean? guy talking stuff. about the laws of seduction. What the fuck has that guy ever seduced? Did you see no. that guy? <sighs> the laws of seduction. <sighs> like, dude, what the fuck? Any of you guys who fell for that, put up the laws of seduction video that was on his shit. He looked like a lizard person talking about the laws of seduction or something. Uh, Robert Greene's going to be here very soon. Yeah, I don't he's wanna... actually pulling in. Good, good. <laughs> I'll kick his ass if he wants to. I don't give a fuck. He'll fight afraid none of these motherfuckers. He wrote, what, 38 Laws of Power, I believe? Dude, you're, these guys are great writers, yeah. but the whole point is to really be the example of your thoughts and your teachings. Well, here's what, like here, to personify the teaching is the is the, ep, the one epitome of what of you it. need to be. One aspect yeah. of it. Well, I love that you said talking about becoming uh, a trifecta. Is Robert basically. really coming? I'm gonna no. leave. No. <laughs> That badass motherfucker. Oh, shit. I think he's going to whoop on me. Listen, I've been with Cholos. I've been with gangsters. I've been with Robert Green. would come in that room. Navy SEALs, UFC fighters, they will come in and shake my hand before they ever think they're going to make me piss myself. It's not, I'd rather die than have another man steal my essence. It will not happen. I'll die on the floor right here. Mm. All right. Well, let, let's. Let's stay we got about a half hour left. We don't need anybody dying. We're having a great time here. <laughs> this is fucking wonderful. It, it, we should it, do this more often. Yeah, yeah right? there you go. Wes, I'm glad you came, baby. Yeah. If you're enjoying this, this with amazing. Wes Watson, we're going <laughs> in. We're going ham. Wes is on fire. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be reading your super Lava chats at the production. end. We're going to be Dude, reading your super chats at the end. It's crazy. Uh, if you got some love for Wes, Fuck. throw it in the chat. Like the God forsaken video uh, and show some love. To Wes Watson here on Valley Tamer of the South Cast. Let's talk about being a solid man. Ooh. A man, man. A real man. The full package trivecta. I say money, looks, and personality, right? Yeah. yeah. This is this is being a high status man, mm-hmm. high value man, being a man whose actions and his words line up. I like that you called it ripped. Rich and rare. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Yeah. Rare, rare to me is yeah. I don't use any substances. I don't cheat. I mean, I fucking, I, I, it's really that. I don't yeah. have any vices and I don't cheat in relationships. I don't have to lie. Mm. If it, you, if, if I fucking like you, you know, I like you. I will not tell you or appease you or sit there and act like I'm boys with you. If I, if I don't like you, yeah, I'm going to tell you. 
And it's just what it is. A lot of people don't realize that, like I say, love ain't lies. They're just consistently lying to people all the fucking time. The worst thing is these men who want their people to lie to them. Mm-hmm. Like if their chick really, if they pulled their shirt off or if they they showed their chick like their financial plan and they were like, honey, are you satisfied with this? If she really told them the truth, like it would break most of these bitch ass <laughs> motherfuckers out here. Some of these guys come to buy my program and it's like 75. 500 bucks and like yeah. I've made people some of my guys off the $7,500 program where I teach you to build your own brand and coach others mm-hmm. have made they're making 300,000 500,000 a month now more than that even mm-hmm. and these guys speak like this about 7,500 bucks as soon as I allocate the funding like I'll give you a, allocate the funding that's <laughs> fucking check dog that's fucking lunch money motherfucker who <laughs> what the fuck have you been doing your whole life my watch was fucking 400,000 like this is one of them I bought a $500,000 car yesterday because I was bored. I mean, I own so many $600, $700 million cars that it'll blow your fucking mind. Cash the fuck out. Like, pull your fucking account out. How many millions do you got in your account right now? Like, this is a stupid Chase account that I have just pocket change in. And this one has one million one hundred fifteen thousand, and then this one has a million dollars right there. There's two, yeah, I can validate about that. two point two million right in there. my stupid account that I will spend this month. I'll spend that. Nat, bust like, out your account real quick. Okay. What are you working with um, right there, Nat? Well, not that. Okay, <laughs> but um, like in five years, I built up about forty million in liquid in five fucking years. Like, get the fuck to work. I'm going to surpass everybody because I don't even fucking care. Like, I will throw everything at my next level so, so fucking, so, I, with so little fucking scarcity that I'll mow the fuck everyone over because I'm not, I don't give a fuck. I don't even have an ego of going broke again. I could give a shit. Hmm. Now you're good? Yeah. So, this is great. Getting back to, um, the men becoming the best version of themselves, right? You know, we talked about what Jordan Peterson had to say about you should be an absolute monster, but learn how to control it. Um, there's a Chinese proverb that I love quoting. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener at war. We've talked about that. You know, one of the things I wake up every day and I say that I have the body of an athlete, the mind of a stoic, and the spirit of a warrior. Okay, and I say that to myself, and I say that to myself, and I say that to myself. Mind, body, and spirit. And you know what? It's... I'm not the biggest believer in like manifestation or the secret. It's action. But but it, it's actually are your words aligning with it's your alignment. actions? Al- alignment exactly. is everything. Being congruent. So you know you're you're very direct with guys, and guys can take it. The soft ass dudes are gonna be like, I don't like this guy. I feel bad. They'll move on. But there's a lot of dudes that can take it and actually need it. Mm-hmm. For the guys out there that want to improve, what the, can they do? to step the F up and improve their game and get their shit together, whether that's money, whether that's dating, whether that's game, whether that's well, personality. Everybody, everybody is chasing something, mm-hmm. and they're always wondering how they're going to do it. So I'm supposed to teach them this how. It's not how, motherfucker. It's who. If I make you this undeniable fucking stud, you can go fucking do anything. It's mastery. It's who. 
I came out of prison the person that can fuck anyone off at any fucking thing. If you're like, Wes, we're going to be rocket scientists now. You have three fucking years to figure us out. With my ability to get up early every fucking morning, my relentlessness towards my work ethic, and my ability to comprehend and apply, I'll beat everybody. And that's the thing. Look how I talk. Most of you guys won't even talk this way. You've been fucking castrated by society to even have any bit of ego. Like, this is ethical egoism. Like, the ego's gonna exist. It's ethical, though. I fucking will better people off being a bigger, better man than a castrated cupcake fuck who sits by the river playing his ukulele talking about he needs to connect with his chick more. She wants to connect with Wes <laughs> in the DM. She wants to connect with Wes in the DM so he prison fuck. Her. That's what she really wants. And I won't even do that. I'd rather love her. Like, I would rather love her. And she's Listen, like, ladies, no, you I want to be. Listen, Listen now. I want to love her, though. Listen, ladies, you want to have be loved or you want to get prison fucked? Prison Pick fucked. Pick Jumped in my prison gang, sexed in. Shit. Fuck. Careful out there. Um, Listen, let's go from love to fighting for a oh, second, mm, okay? Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit of fighting for a second. I don't know. Sometimes making love turns into fighting. Exactly. Some of it is. They choking, all want me to choke Choking them. is consensual. We'll see how that works They're all out. whimpering and want you know, me to choke them. There's, there's not a lot of funny. difference between what's going on in the octagon Fuck. and what's going on in the bedroom with all the choking. But look, there's this guy called Elon Musk, yes. right? There's an article right here. You know, he's rumored to be fighting Zuck. We'll see if it happens. We've covered that. But it's a different component of the story. You know, his ex-wife, baby mama, whatever they were, uh, is a, a singer called Grimes. Now, I've been gone on the record and says that I think Elon Musk <clears throat> is attracted to aliens because she looks like a freaking alien, all right? And he's trying to go to Mars. I got a, a, a massive amount of respect for Elon and what he's done. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked about you get d paid direct proportion to the problems that you solve. That guy is solving problems. That's the man. His selection of women, I don't know. That's on him. He could have any woman in the world. He picked Grimes. His woman before that was Amber Heard, a.k.a. Amber Heard. <laughs> Turd. Weird situation. But here's this. Grimes says that a cage fight with Mark Zuckerberg would actually be good for his masculinity. A fight would be a healthy way of yeah. channeling his aggression, improved for a valuable experience for the father of her two ch children, adding that dudes need some outlet for their trad masculinity here's my question for you Wes wait for it so these days you got I would say one of two categories on each side of the equation right on one hand you know you got the keyboard warriors you know as Drake says you know trigger fingers turn into twitter fingers mm -hmm. they're just talking shit online I'm sure you get it I get it we all get it oh yeah I don't like this I don't like that it's like well you saw that person in real life they're walking across the shit they're not saying shit to you the keyboard warrior shout out to you on the other hand, you got these pussy-ass school shooters that have so many problems and they just think that they can buy a gun and just erase people and they are mentally weak and they are physically weak and those are the weakest part of society. You know, I love the movie Friday. You've seen Friday. You're from, you're from California. Yeah, hell yeah. You remember the part where uh, Ice Cube, Craig in the movie, um, he pulls out the gun to basically kill Debo and the father put down the gun, Craig. Put the gun down, Craig. Put the gun down, Craig. Right? He goes, use these things. All you need is these things right here. Right? And whether you win or whether you lose, you live to fight another day. Look, I've been in fights in high school and college. I'm proudly saying that as an adult, I don't get in fights these days. All right? You should I'm out. I'm out of that. Okay? Like only but losers are fighting. Exactly. Like yeah. How important is, um, this is, this is a two-part question. When you're younger and now when you're older, 
how important is for a young man to actually be able to use his fist, fight, get some blood, scars, black eyes, get some, get your face dirty, and learn how to fight as a man when you're younger, for well, you, sure. You need to develop both halves. Like, you have to be that vicious motherfucker who's capable of it, and then it's easier to start to denounce those traits, see their faults by regretting, and then build the more compassionate side. So I was the person who's very violent, very fucking just driven and fucking intense and fought his whole life. So it was easy for me to build the passionate side, the compassionate side, mm -hmm. because everybody thinks they're badass until that dude really is dead. And then everybody regrets it right away. Everyone gets really quiet. Nobody is nobody's cheering. Everyone's scared as fuck. Like the room gets silent and everyone's like, fuck, that's real. That dude's dead as shit. Nobody is cheering. Nobody thinks they're tough. This pussy fucking let's go fight shit. Like if someone accidentally dies in one of those things, everyone gets real quiet. It starts to hurt. You never want to hurt someone and take their life. And I've been in that position. I've been in horrible positions that I should be doing life many times over. And the thing is, is like... You guys don't want to be that person, but you have to have been right there on the edge mm -hmm. to know, fuck, I regretted that like a motherfucker. And I tell people regrets their guideline. The guy who never has done anything mm -hmm. like that, he'll have visions and dreams of like, this is like the upper echelon of what would make him a man is to hurt someone like that. And usually, like, he'll just never understand what it means to, to even be violent or anything like that. So a lot of the guys, like, a lot of people that come work with me, they need what I have. And some of these guys don't get it. It's like a pussy snowflake fuck teaching another guy like that. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, teaching him to be more compassionate. And this guy doesn't need that. Mm -hmm. He needs, like... Be like more, he needs more of Wes Watson and not more of these other guys who are teaching him to take off the edge. But the killer and the person like me and a lot of people like me, they need to learn more compassion. They need to learn universal truths. They need to be centered by some real pain and understanding. And um, that's, I just know that you need both halves. You can't be just one side or the other. Sounds like you agree with Jordan Peterson about you need to be. Oh, an I know that, monster. but he's just not it. <laughs> like, I, I'm yeah, actually. You would both be scared sides. about going to, uh, into a cage match with Jordan Peterson, is what you're saying. I think the ex is, or wa Robert I think the ex is watching the show. Oh, oh is she? No, no, she said, I love you, boy. Aww. Hey, listen, she loves you. She's probably watching. But I'm just like, how could you not? Jesus. Love that. Listen, we got about 15 more minutes with Wes. Dude, I appreciate you being here. Oh, this yes. is dope. I love you, this. You, this is fucking awesome. You got yeah. energy galore. You guys, this, this is the best thing you could be for the world. Become the source of what you seek. Like, literally, dad's out there. Are you the source of what you always were seeking for your kids? Or are you just getting worse and worse, more and more shot out, chasing money and believing when you get that money, then you'll finally become it? No! You have to become it, then you'll get the money. Like, this is the whole fucked up mindset of everybody. Mm -hmm. Who, not how. If I can make you the... If you were walking down the street and I saw you and you just looked like a nine-figure motherfucker, I can easily make you an eight-figure motherfucker real quick. Even if you were dead broke. If you looked that impressive, make yourself fucking impressive first. And that's what Peterson says. Like, by the age of four, it's a parent's job to make his children socially attractive. Mm -hmm. These people are crazy.
crushing their kids. Yeah. Yeah. They're fucking mutilating standards, their kids. Low standards. Sad. No doubt. So it's a weird question about to ask you, but if I'm going to ask anybody this question, it's going to be it. you. Get it. Uh, it's, it's the concept of getting tatted up, right? <laughs> You're tatted up. Right, and we've got a picture of you. Yeah, I mean, this this I, right here says 1904. Yeah. That means S D in prison. So S D, 19th letter of the alphabet, fourth letter. Mm -hmm. This is like the gang I'm in in prison, which is San Diego. Oh. And then my stomach says Dago. The reason it says Dago on my stomach mm -hmm. is because the other big white gang car is the Inland Empire. So. The guy from Dago will never put D-I-E-G-O because mm -hmm. then he tatted an I and an E on him. So we do Dago because we keep the I-E out of it. Oh. We're against another gang that way. Mm. So, you know, growing up, we're around the same age. Are you th late 30s, early 40s? Where Fucking are you? 39, about to be 40. Let's go! Wow. When's Big, your 40th, bro? Uh, November 26th. So we're partying. Oh. We're no drugs, no alcohol, just women and money. Just massive amounts of food, yeah. I'm going to get my first food. tattoo. Going to Poppy Steak. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> Carbone. Call Let's David go. Einhorn or call uh, I got David up. Grutman. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll, I we'll get on it. that. Every time I go to Poppy, I, I, I juice several like the mob days. Yeah. Uh -huh. So they let me in. Well, that's going to be the next question about the mob. We'll, I don't know if they we'll get you set up there. So, yeah. you know, back in the day, back in our days, in the 80s, 90s, if I saw a dude tatted up like you, yeah. dude, I, you want no Gangland. part of that. Yes, you want no smoke. <laughs> These days, you know, Justin Bieber's tatted up. You know, NBA you, you players tatted up. You can tell the type up. of tats. So. Yeah. Right. Everyone's tatted up. Tatted up ain't that tough these days. So what are your thoughts on just like the pretty boys all tatted up? It's just like an image. I just, it's, I run a look. Like the second they look like that, they bought them off the wall, then I run them already. What does like, that mean? I mentally own them because they want to be like me. Deep down, they have a validation mm. issue where they want to be that tough prison guy. And I fucking am. So I own them. Like, regardless of what they say, they know they'll never be me. They don't want to be me. They can't go through what I went through. I actually earned all my ink and I fucking run their shit. Mm. All right, boys. That's be it. careful out there. And then so do you they'll, think, they'll be do like, you think no, I, why would I want to go to prison and get butt fucked? That don't happen in Cali prison. Trust me. Any weird shit in Cali prison, everybody's fucking dead. Mm. That's some other states. That ain't Cali. But I'm just saying, honestly, you guys... That's that's why I became so successful. I saw um I saw fucking Rich Piana all jack trying to have black and gray ink, be all buff, speak all this positive shit. It's like like what adversity are these guys talking about? Like when these guys get on there talking about, yeah, adversity, it's like what the fuck did you go through, fool? Depression and like, anxiety. Yeah, it's like, social it's media. Like, what'd you yeah, what'd you go through? <laughs> Some pre-manufactured shit your bitch put on you, fool? Like my whole thing is like I actually did 10 years in prison. I actually created massive wealth before, during, and after. I actually earned all my ink by putting in the work for the gang I was in in prison. And it's like guys who want to look like that secretly deep down i run their whole program like in their head they're like fuck like they know that if i'm around they just they have to look at the floor they didn't earn their shit i i beat them already i trumped them shit well what about this what about women tatted up what are your thoughts on that like dude two of my ex chicks are very tatted go to jim gamer girl jim gamer girl this is my first chick when i got out of prison go to her instagram when I got out of prison, this is my first chick right here. Oh, yeah, she's tatted. Malik, you're allowed to hit an image, baby. Yeah, she fully all there blasted up. Yeah. 
I was there when that picture got taken in Holy Vegas. Shit. Yeah, I was there. When the, so what does that happened. do for you? Is that hot for you? Is that does that scream red flag? What does that do for nah, you? I don't. I don't ever. I don't get. I don't put no like red flags on nothing. Like, really? If the chick's hot, I'm. A, I'm just gonna see if we can make it work. Wes, know? can I be real with you? Yeah, that's this, a red th- flag. <laughs> I, this is me just being real. Yeah. I, I think we've kept it real this whole podcast. Yeah. This is me, Wes. You might be like Adam. You know what the fuck you're talking about. A dude who has earned his stripes, tatted up like you, respect, dog. Respect. All right, I get it. That You've lived that life. you bout that life, all right? But that life came with trauma, drama, oh, yeah, so that's what that battle is. scars. <laughs> that came with some shit. A chick? You should look at my ex-wife. Her, it said Wes on this side of her face. Okay. No Watson way. on this side of her face. Listen. And then when men, we got divorced, she blacked it out. It looked like she has a beard. Let's see no. her now. So go Wes. To, go to Valerie men Watson. Men and dude. women are different. So for dude, instance. I'm going to get in trouble. It, hey, it is what it is. This is get, coming at him. So, yeah. you know, what do you call a guy uh, with gray hair? You know, so I have a little salt and pepper in my hair. Nah, what do you call a guy who's... I got some silver in his hair. What do you call him? Silver fox. Silver fox. Yeah. What do you call a woman? Those aren't who's even gone gray. Ones. She her her face. What do you is call way a woman who's tatted. gone gray? Um, an, an old ass chick. It's different. There's different Older rules. Lady. A dude who's tatted up like you who has I earned his stripes. All beautiful. Because look, I'm drawn to people's pain. Really? So like, oh. I I really am like, I want to help them. Like, I no. I believe Wes. I have a messiah <laughs> complex. Wes. Wes. Adam, Adam. Listen to me, brother. I want to lock eyes for you a second. Yeah. You're not Don't helping these girls, bro. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to help them. We're yeah. getting through. They are unfixable. <laughs> they yeah. might be great. They might be amazing. Said, my lawyer said um, <laughs> she's defective. Yeah. Well, your lawyer, is he Jewish? What is he? I don't know. He's so <laughs> The point is, he might know what he's talking about. Mm. I'm not saying that they're not good people. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they can't I, be good mothers. I'm people's pain. I love pain. What I a point. What a point. But That's you're inviting point. more pain into your life. Oh, no, it's yeah. horrible. You should, okay. with the WA. <laughs> <All right. laughs> you, you don't want to do it. Okay, with. so at least we're on the same page here. Yeah. So you're like into S&M. What's no, no, no. <laughs> now my my new chick, she's she she don't even ain't even online, mm-hmm. but she's beautiful. I mean, mm-hmm. she's is she tatted up? No, 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 no. Okay, Wes, go get yourself a beautiful, delicate, feminine. But they were all maybe strippers. like a little heart. <laughs> they were oh, all strippers. Yes, Wes, you and I, we're gonna go out and party. I'll tell you why. Where are you we going? and I, Doug, Caesar, where we we'll go wherever. <laughs> yeah. you and I are looking for the exact. Opposite kind of girl. So you're gonna help me? Yes. Yes. yes I'm gonna get the tatted up strippers, drama, <laughs> trauma. Go get the good, compliant, beautiful, feminine housewives for your yeah, boy. Those Adam chicks her. aren't really drawn to me. Like the normal ass. Oh, chicks, exactly. They're like scared of me. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And they'll be like, softer. "Oh, he's a nice guy. Take it." Like, we got a good thing going on. So there's something like a yin and a yang. Yeah, you know, it. you have somebody who's a little bit more on the delicate end, yeah. more on that, and then Every you're on the. Every one of my chicks have been stripping. I was we'll talking. About, we'll I was talking my ex last night. Slick and the gangster. There it is. I was talking to my ex last night, and since I haven't been helping her financially because we're broken up, yeah. I'm like, so Nor should you, you go back to stripping? Yeah. And she's like, why do you always say that? I'm like, I don't know. If you worked at Radio Shack, I'd ask if you went back to work at Radio Shack. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, you just used a strip. So I'm asking if you went back to work. Why yeah. would you say I and should be a stripper? Like, it's because when well, I met you, what? we met in a strip club. What? So I had we'll to go, go back take you to back that? to where I'm I found like, you. God damn. I'm like, I like strippers. It's not even a big deal. Yeah. Jesus Christ. If you went back for and made some money and came back to me, I don't get. I, well, I take you back. I'm not tripping. Well, here's what I've realized: you are. You ready? Oh no! Uh, you're, a, you're a bull. A bull sees a red flag and he runs yeah. toward the yeah. red 
flag. <laughs> yeah. Me, I'm like, oh, red flag. Oh, let me go find me a green flag. Skirt, skirt. But that's why we, you know, you be the bull, I'll be the matador. We'll just do the damn thing. Right here, what? The strippers and the housewife. We got this thing. Oh. Coming soon to I a think show. Really you. Normal chicks are so afraid of me. It's crazy. They just won't even like, like they just don't even. They're well, scared. I, as I would figure it would sort of be the opposite, where they're like, I don't know. I'm a little scared of this guy. I don't know. I kind of yeah, like being I scared. I don't know. You can protect me. I just like. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. I if think chicks, there's women out there already, like that. If they don't already have like a fat ass and big fake tits, I I'm gonna have to buy them anyways. We never talk about the, the <laughs> we we never talk about the benefits of having gold digger chicks. Like okay. the, what, what's yeah. the, I'm gonna have yeah. to put her on game anyways. I hope she got the Birkin and the bags and the watch from the from the other guy because then I don't have to buy them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's no money. doubt, it's like a benefit. Save that I'm money. Like, I'm like hell yeah. Because, like, if she comes in busted and she's rolling up with her, like, nasty monogram bag her first dude bought her, I'm going to have to, like, put her on game and get her, like, some Goyards and some other shit, get her, like, a nice rose gold Prezi, and it's like, God no, damn, Wes. I got to buy everything? Wes. You're That's an extension of me. Red flag, dog. You're hurting his Red flag, dog. Me buying, me buying a You want to be the, guy to, the first guy to buy her that. Yeah, me buying a chick You don't want to be the second guy to take her to Aspen. You don't want to be the second guy to put her on a private jet. Yeah. No, but you most, be the most first. chicks I've been with... Like the most chicks I put on a private jet, only my last chick, she was the first person like that I went on a jet with. You don't need a girl jets before you're just like fuck that. that. You don't need a girl being like, oh, your jet's nice. The last one I was on is nicer. It's like where have you been? Shit, where have you been? (laughs) Kick her the fuck off. Where have you been? Jump, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, I don't even. I don't even fly jets with the trench in the middle. Like if the jet has a trench, like a like a Citation X, or like the cheaper ones. Like I only fly like a Challenger above where the floor is flat, the ceiling's high, and it's like if it. If it has a trench in the middle, I won't fly it. Fuck that. Mm. You are in prison, dog. You could fly in anything. I will not fly that shit. So you have to shimmy no, down what? the trench. <laughs> no. You're getting soft on me, Wes. I'll pay the extra seven grand and get the flat floor. <laughs> Wes, well, here's what I... I'll pay the extra seven bands. Here, here's fair where enough, I'm at. Fair enough. I don't even like when they're oak and gold. I'm like, fuck, the thing... The thing's oak and gold. Can we please get like the one that's got fucking like the new the new neutral colors? What the fuck is this? Grandpa's fucking shit show? Let me tell and you it something. It smells and shit. Fuck. Nat, you've ever been on a private jet, Nat? No, I have okay. not. Okay, so well, you can roll with us. We're going. Yeah, we're, we're going. going. Okay. We're out. We're out. We're so, yeah. I'm at. I, look, I'm much like you. Regular ass dude came from humble beginnings. My father was on disability. My mother was a nurse. I didn't come from money whatsoever. I've made something out of my life. I came from drug money. There it is. So what I will say is this. It's so funny because I went to Aspen recently. Mm -hmm. I flew on Spirit. Okay? Busted ass Spirit. Yeah, you ready? (laughs) I landed at an airport to get on my buddy's private jet. Uh. Now, was the private jet nicer than Spirit? No doubt. Was I happy either way? You better believe it. Oh, that's you know? not the that's no, not but the point, I'm bro. just saying is, if the material things in, that, that's great. Eating at a nicer this, restaurant this is better than eating at This is my explanation, guys. But being true to yourself is probably the best thing you could possibly. Yeah, this see. is my explanation. I'm a voyeur. I live. I live a life. Like I'm writing a story. I'm writing a story for the world. I'm a world speaker. I'm not normal. I'm very fucking unrealistic. <laughs> I want to do such <laughs> big it. shit yeah. that. It motivates people to live a bigger, better life. Oh, yeah. I do not do anything I do for myself. I would be happy to just do burpees and eat fucking canned chicken and be so jacked and tatted. Like, the only thing I need to be is jacked as fuck, sober, 
and just running the hardest day. The, I'm, I have the best days like that. All the other shit's just an extra to yes. show people that if you're a, if a man is right, his world will be right. And my whole point was was showing people over time that if they follow this process that I have, it'll elevate. Too many people talk and they get online and they have a space where they fucking command attention and they never really elevate. Mm-hmm. You, they're saying they do in their bank account, but we're not like seeing it. Like I don't, I've never like, I like how PBD shows his house. There's been tours of it and stuff. Some of these other entrepreneurs, like we don't really see your shit. I show my accounts. Like this flight was 46,000. This car was 600,000. Like I show my fucking accounts on my shit, how much I spend. Mm -hmm. Like I need to see it. In a world full of people that are like a facade, I need to see it. And I don't give a fuck. I can tell if someone's really making it or not, like in one second. But for all the other people, I show it because they need to see it to believe in it. And none of it's going to do anything for me. I know I'm the best. Like, that's it. Like, I'm better than everybody on the fucking planet at everything. Fuck it. You can't tell me different. That's it. I'm the baddest motherfucker. And the fact is, I'll beat everyone at everything. The whole thing is, is fuck that. It doesn't matter. That's like a given. I need to do. I need. <laughs> we to, all know that. I, we all know that. I need to do this for other people. Mm-hmm. Now, now, if I show other people that they can do it, well, now I'm actually living in like a, a better reality because this one is like it's too easy. Like, yeah, Wes Watson's the best. We already knew that. Who gives a fuck? Like, <laughs> no one will even. But give when me, you can empower other people, that's the best. Only thing that matters because do. they didn't believe they were the best, yeah. and I put belief in them. I inspired them. Like, then that proved that I was really the best. Mm-hmm. It was all about me to begin with. <laughs> like, I, dude, if you guys, it's were, okay to be an egomaniac if, if your ego is helping ethical, millions of other people. Ethical egoism, ethical. yes. But you guys, how selfish is it? Not to live a grand ass life and chase these goals and then to tell your kids that they can be anything. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, you weren't anything, bitch. And like, literally, your kid was looking at me in the Lambo like I was Bruce Wayne, I was Batman, and you were just sitting there, fat man. He was just like, <laughs> he was like, God damn, dad. Fat you, man and bobbin. He's like, God damn, dad, you suck. You yeah. like, Did why you aren't you more like less? Did you, you know? have a role model at all? My role models were always me. I and me, you know, so <laughs> me, myself, my, and me, I, me, myself, and I, okay. but I mean, I, I, there's like, there's people who like, I work with Todd Herman. He's one of my coaching clients and he wrote the alter ego effect. Mm-hmm. And so some people summon alter egos, other people create like their highest version of self. Mm-hmm. I always just like took attributes and like compiled them on me. Mm-hmm. So like, I was like a character that was like a blank slate and I'm like, Oh, I need muscles. Okay. Yeah. I need tattoos. Yeah. I need a car like this. Yeah. I need this. And it was always me. Mm-hmm. Like other people, I'll notice that they summon me because they're like, when you were in prison, like, and you were feeling like this in your cell, they'll need that from me. Mm. And that's that's okay. Either way, it works. It doesn't matter if you create your 10.0 self or if you summon other people as an alter ego. They both fucking work for the same agenda. Top people summon alter egos. Like... Mm. Kobe used to fucking put on that Halloween song before fucking oh, shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's like, right. I mean, other, a lot, of, a lot mm-hmm. of people do that shit, and it's fine. I, I chill with Birdman all the time. And Chris Bird, Anderson? Yeah, and Birdman yeah, created, like, a, he created a lot of different personas, and he's like, 
Wes, that's why I created Number One Stunner because he was number one. Oh, like, that Birdman. No, nobody could that beat Birdman. him. Yeah, Birdman. For, okay, uh, I'm thinking of one. I'm thinking of the Birdman who played no, for the Miami Heat. I showed Birdman all the time. Okay. Like the other day, fucking the number one. We're stunner. on a flight the other day, what, 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 but what? he created these different personas: Baby Birdman, yeah. all that. Yeah, and it, that's right. He's Birdman one day and he's Baby dude, the next day. That's you right. have to do that. Wow. And like the whole thing is, is like the traits of hyper successful people. You've heard it. Everyone says it. There's three. The number one trait of hyper successful people: you think you're better than everyone. Yeah. Michael Jordan didn't go into games to be number two. And then um, the second trait is um, you're never satisfied. And the third trait is that you you have impulse control. So you think you're better than everyone. You're never satisfied. You have impulse control. Those are the three traits. And the intensity at which you uh, apply these huh. are is the levels you'll be at. And I am the in most intense at all of them, like yeah. literally. Yeah. But that's the thing people don't get. I redline. So I redline so fucking hard in anything I do that I can't drink. I can't do drugs. I can't womanize. I can't really. I can't go to strip clubs. Mm -hmm. I can't do all that because I'll do it so extreme, extreme that right. it's crazy. You're but, obsessive compulsive. Yeah, so, you go all in on that. So then once I, I had good habits and good character, and I won't do the destructive shit, but now I'm still that intense person. Right. I still redline, but in the good shit. So I surpass people. Gotcha. Well, Wes, wow. uh, and I mean this in the nicest possible way. You are a gangster ass dude. Bro. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Let's and go. Let's physical, go eat. mental, we're all going to poppy emotional. Steak. We're going go. to poppy steak tonight. Catch us down in Miami. Get that, get before that we before we wrap up with Wes, which has been awesome, <clears throat> and yeah. thank you for being here. Nat, I know that you're managing yes. the super chats. Yes, I've got some. I want to hear what the people have to say. Yes. Uh, showing some love or questions. Mm -hmm. Uh, for our friend Wes Watson. Awesome. Well, thank you all for the super chats. Happy Saska Day. It's Friday. Um, so first, we'll start off with uh, GC the coach. I signed up for Wes's business coaching and my business 10X. Wow. My yeah. guys are Respect. savages. Shout out to you. GC, what's up, homie? <laughs> then we have uh, Ryan Peterson. Wes, what's, uh, what was one thing you were wrong about? What was I wrong about? About Pro doubting yourself that you were the fucking best. Yeah, no, just uh, in, in my the the thing that made me break up with my my ex right now. I didn't wait. Like um, mm. she she was always fucking with times. It would be like, okay, I'm gonna be there Tuesday, and like I'm sending a private jet. Like mm -hmm. get on the fucking jet, yeah. okay? Like enjoy the fucking shit. And and it's like I'm gonna be there Tuesday. I'm like, oh wait, no, I'll just come Saturday. I'm like, dude, I have a dick and nuts. I'm not waiting from <laughs> Tuesday to fucking Saturday. I've been waiting three weeks. Yeah. Like, I'm going to come in my pants. Aww. Like, I'm still We're loyal. Yeah. We love that. So I, I'm like, dude, do you understand I'm waiting? Yeah. Like, I have a dick and balls. Quit making me wait or I just won't anymore. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've been pushed past the point of no return. I've still been waiting. That's the problem. By the way, I'm just picturing myself, you writing a love letter to your girl. Don't make me wait till Saturday. Dude, I literally <laughs> I got like a dick and balls, girl. <laughs> I had a loving conversation the other day. It was like, bitch, you're a nine-figure bitch. You are the hottest bitch ever. I will spit in your mouth, <laughs> choke you. I'll come and you grab you by your ankles, hold you upside down, and make you have my kids. That was like a love fucking conversation. That's but Shakespeare that's right my, there, guys. That's that is Shakespeare. my way of loving. That's not me lying. That's me yeah. saying oh, you're the most beautiful person. I would have kids with you right now. Nobody could touch you. That's my way of saying it. It'd be fake as fuck if I was like, you know, like, what? I can't even fucking do it. Wes, try. I don't even know how to do it. Wes, you were going there. Wes, go. Play it. Be the baby. Be the bird man. Go ahead. Let's hear Shakespeare, Wes, right now. I don't even know how to do it. 
I've, I just can't even make it one more second without you. That would be a lie. <laughs> I can totally make it a lot more seconds. Like I can't even do it. I don't even know if I could breathe without you, baby. Like, no, I'll be breathing fine. But like, I want you here. I would choose you over other people. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, you're, you're cool so real. And all. It's so refreshing. Well, how real when's you the are. comedy tour coming out, bro? I don't I know. know. <laughs> We're not sure. I, I, there's nothing funny about my life. Oh so my god! You've turned. You've I turned know, but I don't want you guys laughing about this shit. Right. It's really fucking. The only thing that's laughable is how little money you guys have right. and how horrible you guys are in shape. It makes me sick. I'm gonna fuck half you guys up if I see you. Go ahead. <laughs> then we have uh, Maple Wrights. Uh, Wes Adam likes boneless S and chicken. Uh, then we have Aaron Ra Randolph. What is that? I'm not sure. Okay. S and Y chicken. Then we have Aaron Randolph. What would Adam's first 30 days in prison look like? Then we have a uh, bar. <laughs> Aaron, he's funny <laughs> yeah. guy. Then we have a uh, shout I out to I'm just going to become friends with Wes, and I'm good <laughs> the, to the go. Sec the second he rolls in, he's going to have his bedroll. He's going to roll up to the white dudes. He's going to be a wood. He's going to be part of the wood pile. He's going to be a peckerwood. He's going to be part of his city's car. He's going to have to put in work. Mm. We're going to check his paperwork. He's going to get to work working out. Every day he's going to wake up at, he's going to be up at least at like 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. Like there, Some places have different uh, times, but... Like, yeah. I'm up way fucking early, but I mean, at least that fucking lights on, he's up, mm -hmm. and then he's going to be working out every fucking day, okay. and he's going to keep his area clean, That's right. and he's going to shower every fucking day. Every mother, mother, motherfuckers <laughs> who I do that every day stinking, already. you'll just whoop on them, you know? Fair but enough. It's that simple. It's really <laughs> do that simple. Do I just got to find Fair the enough. biggest, baddest motherfucker, knock him out, no, and then just go? No, definitely <laughs> not. Okay, <laughs> I won't do that. All right, my bad. So what, do what do you, what's your advice? The first 30 days of prison? Nah, just, just to run a tight program. Okay. Show you are. In prison, all you have is your program. Mm -hmm. The way you program, the way you operate is like your validation. All so right. I'd be up earlier than people. I'd work out more times than them. I would get better results in the workouts. I'd be self-sufficient. My area is clean as fuck. You know, and I'm just not a wreck. I, I only speak when it's something worth saying. And the rest of the time, I'm like studying or doing my shit or writing or whatever. Dude, I'm doing that shit already. Unless I'm, go. doing, I, I'm good to go. I don't want to go to prison, Wes, but <laughs> in case. Uh, I've, I've learned the rules the of the is, game. Once you go to prison, people start getting shaken up. So they right. may do it out here. Once they get there, they're just like, babe, are you going to send that money? Like they're just on the phone, <laughs> like fucking dying. You know, they're like, I'm really hungry. Well, I, I mean this with all due respect. I don't want to find out how I yeah, operate don't go to prison. prison. No, yeah, I'm, good. Don't, don't do guys, I'm good. Much, but thank cool, you, Wes. As cool as I look from doing time and shit, don't go to fucking prison. No, like, fuck no doubt. Gotcha. Go ahead, Nat. Then we have our biggest super chat. Shout out to you, uh, Bardi Muja, $100. Wes Watson, right, <laughs> Wes Watson from a park bench to a private jet. Love to see it. A big brother, every young man dreamed to have. Yeah, because I went from speaking... Living at my grandma's house, having us film the videos on a park bench because my grandma's house was so fucking hoarded up. There was shit everywhere. I couldn't film in there. Mm. And um, I had to go out to the park bench and film my YouTube videos. Wow. And um, nothing stopped me. You know, I never missed a video from the day I first uploaded. I've never missed. And I used to get three million views per video. Some of my clients come in and they're like, my views went down. I'm like, so did mine, you stupid bitch. Go look. <laughs> I went from three million to about 10,000 a video. Guess what? I make way more money now. Mm -hmm. It's about understanding everything. And guess what? 10,000 people religiously watching your shit is a whole shitload of money when you understand how to monetize it correctly and you provide real value. Sick, man. Then we have uh, Manuel Fig. Uh, Wes is like the perfect personification of walk it like you talk it. Thank you for doing what you do. We need more role models like you in the world. CD... 
CR is no joke coming from a CDCR employee. Thank y'all for the content. Yeah, so that guy works at he's a he's a corrections officer or he's okay. an employee in CDCR. It's no joke. It's fucking gangland. Yeah. People are fucking turned. You walk in a block in prison and it's the air is so thick you'd just be like, fuck. Is someone gonna die right now? Like mm. and then there's times where you're so comfortable you're just like, oh, we're all chilling. But I mean, like when you first are introduced to that atmosphere, yeah. it's you that's making it feel like that. Then when you get comfortable, you're like, oh, no, that's <laughs> dude, that's just evil. Yeah. That's just how he looks. Like, yeah. it's all good. What's up, <laughs> homie? And it's like, but he's got shit all over his face and he's got devil horns. And I swear there's a needle hanging out his arm. That says he's doing some black. He's all good. Just <laughs> chill. Let him do his thing. Like, it's just grimy. Awesome. Then we Fool, have fools a, are catching an extra ten years, and just that's the prison read. When you put your leg up like that, they'll just kick oh, their shit. leg up like this. They'll bust the paper out and just be chilling. I'm like, motherfucker, just caught an extra ten, and he don't even give a fuck. Uh -huh. like, oh, really? Uh -huh. Just oh, like, don't... yeah, they're just did not even phased by what you guys are phased out here by like not seeing, not getting a call back after ten hours. Yeah, imagine doing ten years, like. Mm -hmm. You guys would break on 10 hours, mm -hmm. like 10 minutes in cuffs. Most people would be fucking broken. Yeah, I would. Walk me through the broken. mindset of a guy who's just serving 25, 50 lifetime in prison. Oh, it's just you just giving up on society. Your daily program is everything. You're just like I've had cellies that were had B numbers. So they've been down 30 fucking years. And I mean, they just start. They'll polish this bottle, you know, like you'll, yeah. you'll wipe down the bottom of this. You just there's finding any way to pass the time that keeps you focused, you know. Wow. And do they have any sense of purpose or meaning to their life other than just doing the time? Their program, just like staying sane, staying strong, staying valuable to their people. It's always valuable to your people and your gang and the people you run with. So you're, that's why I always call everyone my people. Like, that's why I've never missed a wake up, never missed a workout, never missed a post. Because just like in prison, I'm showing up every day for my people. Mm -hmm. And you guys are all my fucking people. Life. That's why you guys fuck up. Because you show up every day for how you feel. You don't show up every day for your people. Mm, I love that. Then we have a waterproof. What happened to Big Herc? Sauce get Big Herc on here. Then we have a bad hombre. Uh, Saludos from the Big IE West. Big been a supporter for years. Glad to see you on you're on fresh and this fit. Is and I, here. This is like the IE. They do this like that's an I and then an E. e. Oh. But um, like that's like the op. Like IE is the biggest uh, county in um, SoCal. So like that's why they call it the Big IE. But mm. yeah. gotcha. Then the last one is from uh, BB, uh, twenty dollars, and he just put Nat and then some waves. Oh, he's okay. He's waving at Nat. <laughs> well, listen. This has been. Whole hell of fun, yeah. And educational and enlightening and emotional and fun and even uh, loving at times. Yeah, I don't know how to feel, uh, but also you know calling people <laughs> we're all, out. We're all sides. The, the, I mean, whole, yeah. hey, you motherfuckers who don't show all sides of yourself online, you're just making content. You're fake as fuck. Mm -hmm. We should see you angry. What you mean? You never get angry. You just never get angry online. Mm -hmm. You never. You never show any true emotion. Like show your fucking self. Quit being so afraid. Everything doesn't have to be all scripted and perfect. Like everyone, everyone will love you for who you are. Like the only thing that's fully acceptable is to be exactly you. You know, and then change the parts about you that you don't like. I love that last yeah. part. I love that last part because I say I yeah. tell people. Yeah. 
You know how they say, be your authentic self. I have to tell people, don't be your authentic self. Your authentic self okay. sucks. Yeah, that's like, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Some of that stuff you got to improve, <laughs> buddy. Yeah, change yeah. those aspects. Exactly. Yeah, oh, just accept me for who I am. No, I'm living no, no, my no, truth. That. No, no. Oh, there's that's, one truth. That's flawed as fuck. That's true. So there's, there's nuance to this. Well, Wes, here's where we go here. At the end of the show, we do something called the happy ending. And you're the special guest today, so I'm going to let you do the happy ending. The happy ending is where you can look into the camera. It's right there. You can convey your message to the world. You can tell people where to find you, how to get involved in your program. The floor is yours, my friend. You guys, if I've learned one thing, that your purpose in life is to become the individual you admire and give that person to the world. Quit fucking lying to yourself. Learn to operate from what I call conscience congruency. And just tomorrow morning when you wake up, step in the mirror. Your mind, your heart is going to tell you what to change. They say your conscience is the authentic voice of God. It's the path you have to walk. Regardless of what you believe in, like you're being told moment by moment what to alter, what to change. And I need you to wake up in the morning and just let regret be your guideline. What you regret from yesterday cannot happen again. And if you slowly remove everything that you regret, you'll realize success is subtractive. Everybody always asks me, Wes, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? I say it's what I don't do that's made me successful. Mm. It's what I don't do. I don't do all the stupid shit that you guys are doing that, keep, that keeps you from being in alignment with the goals you have, the person you want to be, and the life you desire. I love you guys. WesWatson.com, at Watson underscore fit on Instagram. And if you go to WesWatson.com, and you fill out the link for coaching, you'll get an automated message. Don't believe that's automated because I'm being notified. I will personally be the person on the other line to text you back, and you will be talking to me. I'm probably one of the last people online that answers their own fucking shit and has done every fucking sale for his fucking company and will continue to because that's what I love to do. Love you guys, honestly. Love's a verb. Gratitude is results. People say grat people talk about gratitude so incorrectly. Gratitude is fucking results. If you're really grateful for your fucking life, you would make it the best one at worth living and you'd show others to do the same. Wes, you're the awesome. man. Yeah. Not, I love you're, it. You're, you're starstruck awesome. a little bit. You know, Phenomenal. you got the three P's on lock. There's that third P that we work on. Sauce will help you work we on that present. Stay I stay present <laughs> in a lot of parts yes. of life. Yeah. Present in a relationship, I'll get better. We're working yeah. on that. We'll, we'll figure that out together. this weekend. Yeah. Might be. I would Guys, do it. Yeah. They just need to walk me through it. When I'm not being present, I can't be yelled at Fair to enough. be present. I need to be like, hey, come over here. I'm like a fucking dog with that shit. Like, just <laughs> fucking just guide me correctly. I, I'm not going to not listen. Yeah. I still want the outcome. Love it, bro. Well, guys, show some love to Wes Watson. Give a thumbs up. Give a, give a subscribe to the channel if you want to show some love to Wes. You can follow his channel, all his links to his YouTube, to his Instagram, to his, pro, uh, his pro coaching program are below. Uh, Wes, thank you so much for being here, brother. Yes. Uh, I loved it. Thank yeah. you guys for watching SauceCast at Valuetainment. You know what we do around here. We have awesome guests like this, and we're always going to bring you that value mm -hmm. and some of that tainment we're looking for. Enjoy the weekend. Save that money. We out.